welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast main event. This is our wrestling uh, prediction and discussion show for WWE Battleground 2017. Uh, once again, Battleground. My, Battleground. It's Battleground. Those, it doesn't work as good as It doesn't work as good. Uh, but once again, my name is Adam, and I am joined again by Joe. Carrie. Battleground. I mean, Tyler. And joining us for the first time in real time talk, as opposed to that one time he just showed up and started yelling things from the background. No, which was probably and, and had a cool new. To belt. be fair, that was the greatest moment in the history of this podcast. Yeah, that's true. He actually came and sat down like uh, a podcast ago to talk for a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually up and available. <laughs> he's, he's joining us for the first time at the beginning where we can introduce him. Skip, welcome. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Are you ready for Battleground? God damn it. Is anybody ready for Battleground? No. no. Yeah. Uh, prob- I am. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> uh, since we're not ready for Battleground, we're not going to start there. Um, and that's not just because we're not ready. It's because the greatest thing in the history of wrestling happened on Monday, and that is Kurt Angle's got a son. An illegitimate son from a like a relationship in college. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Uh, yeah. That it ended... Does the, it? it, it nine how months, old is... I didn't do the time, the math because I don't want to. Yes. Uh, so I guess we should say what it is first. Yeah, so the yeah. payoff for I weeks, mean, everyone, anyone listening to this is most likely probably watched it, it yeah. but still... But the payoff for weeks and weeks and weeks of Kurt Angle, something that could ruin his he career He kept getting and his random life. text messages threatening him, and for some reason, I don't know Corey why Corey Graves was also getting these texts. I'll explain why yeah, in a second. Too. All, um, right. All right, so when this was happening, I was the, like, everything was what? Oh, no, no, sorry, go, go. I was just saying that everything was Corey Graves, so like... Oh, you thought Corey Graves was yeah, sending him the text? No, I thought that Corey Graves... I was like, Corey Graves is his son. Oh. <laughs> as soon as he what mentioned that it was his son, I was yeah. like, it's Corey Graves! <laughs> we, we could, let's not rule out that he may also be his son. He That's could true. have many sons. Yes, we don't know. Though, you know. He was, I mean, he was a very fit young man. He probably got lots of ladies. I mean, during, during those times... Dude, you know how much weird shit goes on in the Olympic Village? That's true. Oh, yeah. That's a great point. Especially <laughs> in the 80s. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, or well, 90s 90s, or yeah. 96, he, he won the medal. But, yeah, so it turns out that Jason Jordan of American Alpha is Kurt Angle's illegitimate son. For some reason. So if you he were does the one look person like to pick that, you did it. He does look he a does. lot like him. Yeah, I will, it's a good fit. I will say it is really funny because it looks just like him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he does I don't, I don't know if I see that. I, I got, saw it. Once you, I, see yeah. the, once you see the pictures of them two next to each other, like, they made the announcement and I was like, oh, oh, man. And then the segment ended and they put up, like, the picture of, like, we have the exclusive first sit-down interview after Raw live on the network with Jason Jordan and Kurt Angle. And their two faces were next to each other. And I was like, huh. You yeah, know what? Right. I bet you it's probably all started from that. Like, I bet somebody in the back was like, you guys look alike. It and absolutely like, started. Vince, Vince, like, came out of a trash can and was like, wait a minute. I got an angle. It was like, shit. I saw that there was a, I guess they wanted to pull one of the American Alpha guys. And for a while, it was going to be Gable. And then, Gable would make more sense because Gable was also the Olympic, Olympic wrestler. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So I think it that was the plan. And then somehow they got in their head from like from bits that Kurt has done in WWE previous about not liking black people. Like Wrestle No Context put up a thing on Twitter that was just a clip from an old episode of Raw or SmackDown where he's doing a backstage interview and he goes, "You know something? I don't like the blacks." And it's just like and that's a clip from WWE. It's available wherever. That's not me saying that. I'm not gonna. And see, I run this podcast, so I'm not gonna isolate that and use it for blackmail. <laughs> so take that. Joe. Wow, can't be white male. <laughs> 
Um, and so like they played off the fact and like he I guess there was a thing when he was feuding with Booker T and that's where this yeah, all with came Charmel from. and whatnot. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's where I think they were like, oh, this would be really funny if Kurt Angle, the history, like the history of Kurt Angle not liking people of that uh, race. And all of a sudden he's got a son like we could have fun with that. Uh, but they won't have any fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> and neither will we. Yeah. Um, it's so stupid. It is stupid. I'm actually very glad it's not Gable. Though. Yeah. I don't think Gable could. I worry I, you know, about I, like I was thinking about that, and I was like, I think it would have actually worked with Gable more because, like I said, they're both Olympians. They're both Olympic wrestlers. That was like his thing was, I'm also the Olympic wrestler. Right, right. And they both kind of have the weird, goofy like yeah. quality to them. Yeah, the, comedian, the like yeah. the like the like awkward like they are like awkward. laughy dude kind of thing. They are awkward. They are they're the kind of people who end every sentence with, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> and like like Ga- Jimmy Fallon. Yes, yes. <laughs> and like Gable's comedy bits back in NXT when he was trying to pair up with Jordan for the first time, like those were really funny and really goofy because of how like you know down on himself he was and like mm. low self esteem or whatever. But I think a lot of those were more funny because of Jordan not like no selling his yeah. like what are you doing dude? Like yeah. that's what made those funny. If the straight man is what makes the wacky man funny. So But see, I think you could have done this story where Gable's the goofy and he's trying to win over Kurt because maybe he knows but he hasn't told Kurt yet. And so like Kurt's like, get away from me and he's like, No, but like we're gonna have fun, right? And like doing right, cool, Dad? Yeah, right, like, Dad? Doing kinda on, acting Dad? like a like a little Shit, kid. You're really selling me on this. The more <laughs> yeah. you say it, the more I'm now I'm sad. Yeah, that would have been a lot more fun, but I don't know. I don't care where this goes. I know where this ends. And I don't care. Yeah, you and I, I talked well, about I, it. it ends, to me, it ends just with everyone forgetting that it ever happened. No, <laughs> that's, see, that's one possibility. <laughs> I think it's heel turn. I think we're setting him up for... There, I you I, and I don't know if you said it on the Jordan podcast or, or once. Angle Jordan okay. Jordan yeah. um you know it's and it's either it's either going to be one of two versions it's either going to be you're fucking idiot I wasn't your son I just wanted to get away from that loser and get over here to Raw or it's going to be you abandoned me daddy and I hate you yeah. and it's him now versus Kurt I'm um, expecting it actually to be um they they did a blood test thing on them. But like it was all they like blood tested Gable and Jordan, and, and somehow the samples. the samples got mixed up, and then it's going to turn out that Gable is actually no, that'd be worse. His son, I think. Uh, oh my god, worse. there's not dumber things they've done. Yeah, on the no, WWE. Actually, I, I gotta be honest with you, Joe. That seems pretty fucking solid. <laughs> <laughs> I like that theory. Yeah, um, no, I think it's. Gonna but be- it's going to be he like, he, like you said he like uh, Jordan heel turns and is like all down. But the thing is, they're on two different shows now. Yeah, that's why I don't think it goes that way. I think it's going to be. I wanted to get off SmackDown. I wanted to come to the A show, and I knew you were an idiot, and I could convince you of this, um, and I just wanted to push, and I wanted this intercontinental title shot, and I wanted to be on Raw, and you're a big, dumb idiot. Like that, that, I think that's the only way this goes. Big, stupid idiot. And I don't want to watch the to get to that point. Like, just turn yeah, I don't want to have to watch Kurt cry in the ring because his son betrayed him, yeah. and like... I was like, we talk, I talked about it on Twitter. Like, the one of the very few times I've walked away from wrestling was watching Kurt Angle bring his family into an angle. Like, with the whole Jeff Jarrett Kurt Angle actually having an affair with Kurt Angle's wife and then marrying Kurt Angle's wife and watching Jeff be in Angle's house and with his actual young children and pointing at their family photos and be like, you see that? That's not your daddy now. I'm your daddy now. And slap like, nuts. Yeah, slap <laughs> nuts. And like, like, and watching like actual children have to be like, I don't understand what's happening. This new man is yelling at me and is also really my new dad. Like, yeah. It was just so awkward. It's not Katie Vick awkward, but it was as close as we've ever gotten. So I just... Uh, Oh, 
I am glad that Jordan's back though because I was missing that dude. Yeah, I and it's a weird thing too because like you, you just broke up another tag team. Like yeah. tag teams are dropping like flies in the yeah. WWE. You broke up Enzo and Cass. You broke up American Alpha. The uh, the colognes or whatever they are, the shining stars. One of them's hurt, but they also sound like they want out because they're not getting anything. Uh, which you, who can blame them? You shit canned one of the um, the vaude villains. The vaude villains. Yep. You, so uh, he's gone. Forgot about the greatest tag team ever, Golden Truth. So yeah, you oh, just oh, broke, you just broke up Golden point. Truth. Great point. So you've got like the you've got the two teams or whatever that are feuding for tag titles on both shows, and then you've really got like the Ascension and mm-hmm. Brizongo. As other teams, so like you've got the revival, the club, all you need, and Sheamus and Cesaro, <laughs> and that's really it. Because the Hardys haven't yeah. been on TV for a couple weeks since they got like super beat up. They're not gone, but they're probably just biding time to be truly broken or whatever. So you've got those three teams on Raw, and then you've got the New Day and the Usos plus the Ascension and Brizongo, and like that's it for your and whole whoever tag is going to, and we'll talk about it more later. But and whoever is the mysterious assailant of Brizongo could potentially be a new tag team. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Where they are dropping like flies at a time where we just went to two tag belts, yeah. you know. So like, I don't know what it is about the tag division where it doesn't seem like it's getting the like any kind of look. But it's weird to break one up, especially one that was such a fan favorite. Like the two most over tag teams in the last couple of years in NXT are now both on the main roster and both broken up. Yeah. Well, that's just the curse of going up from NXT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, unless you're Kevin Owens, like, I know, but it's just one of those things where it's like. You're you're killing them. Like Wait, are you trying to imply that Sami Zayn didn't want to come up here to lose all the time? <laughs> <laughs> it's just part of his character. Um, he always bounces back. Yeah, it's true. He's the man from the underground or whatever. Um, underdog yeah, this from the underground. Underdog from the underground. But yeah, this this Jason Jordan angle thing is it's just ridiculous. There's there's several aspects of about it that I've been confused by. Like one, why was Corey Graves also getting the text? Oh, oh yeah, that's another factor. He's in this. he's fr- him and Jason Jordan have been friends since NXT. So, so Jordan think, was texting him, yeah, letting him know that he was texting. He was, I'm, like, I'm, guessing, was texting? I'm guessing if we're not doing something where Corey Graves is trying to run some bullshit or whatever, if we're just going to assume that this is face value, what it really is. Because it seemed like someone was trying to blackmail him because yes. he kept saying, well, like, this is going to ruin me. I yes. think what it was was that Justin Jordan reached out to his friend and said, dude, I figured out who my dad is and it's Kurt Angle. And Corey Graves and he's like and was like I'm gonna tell people like I want the world to know this and Corey Graves brought it to Kurt to be like look dude like I don't want to have to tell people yeah, you should be the one to do it yeah but like I want you to know this is a thing and I want you to know this is gonna come out one way or like maybe even that Jordan was texting him saying somebody else found out they're yeah. gonna reveal it like I'm not on that show so can you tell Kurt That's you know true. like it could have been that too because they like to keep the idea that they're very very separate even yeah. though we all know they're not so. I think it's probably something more like that. But I've also, and I think you talked about on the podcast, maybe not, maybe it was off the air. Well, but, no, we haven't had a podcast since it happened. So. But no, no, I mean in general, uh, when, when during the buildup of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. of your theory that Corey Graves was also working some kind of angle. Yeah. So it could be something to that, too. Because Corey was also the one that like got the footage of the cast yeah. attacking. I mean, Cass, yeah. Yeah, not, attacking Enzo. No, or no, faking, faking his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so he was def- also getting, yeah, he was getting like text messages about that as well. So... Some reason Corey Graves is some somebody. I know. Corey Graves <laughs> is Vince McMahon. <laughs> Damn it! Corey, uh, you can tell the Corey neck Graves, tattoos. Corey Graves is actually Vince McMahon's son. <laughs> no, that's Hornswoggle. We already did this. He's yeah. got a lot of sons. That's probably true. Grapefruits and all. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I'm all for Corey Graves getting to do more than just commentary. I like Corey Graves a lot. I do, too. Me, too. I would love it if he was, like, an on-screen authority figure general manager type. I mean, it would take him off commentary, which would kind of suck, but... um, I miss him on commentary so much. I know. That's why it's, like, the Catch-22. It's like, man, I'd really love for him to be, like, the on-screen authority figure. Uh, He could be be the authority figure commentator. I have to be honest with you. done that with Michael Cole, and it's awful. Yeah, it was terrible. Thinking about it now, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I really think it's true. I actually think Corey Graves is my official most favorite heel announcer of all time. I think it is top king he, for he, me. He, he kind of like teeters between heel and face, though. Not really. I don't I, think he's it, like straight no, heel. No, it, he's pretty It depends on who the heel. person is. There are times where he like he hates uh, Elias Samson. Like, well, like he there, hates yeah, there, that there are some heels that he... Yeah, but even... But like... The king always sided with every heel, regardless of whether you're supposed to hate him or not. Like JBL always sides with every heel. I guess regardless. that's true. Oh, so and like, I am also forgetting JBL. Yeah. <laughs> so like he's very much. I don't think he's so much heel and face as he is like he's supposed to be smarter than everybody. And in being smarter than everybody, he realizes that the heels are right all the time, except when they're douchey, and then he hates them. That's true. So like I think that's more of it. Like I guess he's elitist. my first favorite hybrid. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Tweener. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. I think he's got more to do with it than they're letting on right now. I always assumed it was like Hunter and Stephanie knew, and this was going to be how they yeah. weaseled their way back in. And they may still. They, they, that could be who the texts were coming from. Is like we're getting like we're getting hit up at corporate about Kurt Angle and some infidelities or whatever. Because um, they did make it sound like it was Angle was saying, "I'm going to go out and I'm going to unveil this myself." To get ahead of it, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's still it going to come out. One it way still or the seems other. like somebody was blackmailing him. Yeah. And he decided that he was going to say it himself instead of getting like letting himself be blackmailed. So that still does seem like there's some nefarious person that's like only minorly getting mentioned, but there's some evil person working behind the scenes to like fuck with everybody. What do we think the chances are of this turning into a Vince's chains lockbox scenario where it's just like oh the lockbox where we just never get a payoff for like who was sending the text what like oh what the chances of, of this never coming to light are like I would say seventy yeah. percent oh like I said eventually like with the Jason Jordan thing everyone's just gonna be like let's just not talk about it yeah. there's gonna be a point where we're all sharing memes that are like remember when this was Kurt's son yeah like <laughs> nothing ever came of that and only in wrestling can like you remember do when something remember like when this. Kofi Kingston was Jamaican yeah <laughs> like only in wrestling can you be like hey here's this thing. Never mind. And even the segment was build up, build up two months. He's my son. All right, bye. Like, yeah. And there's just commercial. And then it was just like, you know. Well, they did an interview on something but like, But still, like, you, you, you couldn't even nowhere. have been the last segment of Raw. It was, I don't even know if it was like an hour transition. I think it was, no, I think it was like after the second match. It no, was, it was like nine or ten. It was one of those like out the like the hours they try to hit. It was one of those. And then the next thing was like Jobber versus Jobber. Like and then Michael Cole be like, "Wow, did you see that?" And I was like, "I guess I blinked. So yeah. I may have missed it." I would put money on that in like a year or two. We're gonna be watching Jason Jordan wrestle, and the camera's gonna cut to both his parents. <laughs> At, at ringside, and it's not going to be Kurt Angle. Well, no, it's his adoptive parents. Like, so they still love him. They still yeah, treat he, him like their own. They're had, both his adopted parents. Yes, yeah, that was the story. Is yeah, he had the kid out of wedlock with the girl. And nine months from their last date, she gave birth. Right, put it up for adoption. Oh. He was adopted by new parents who loved him, who loved him very much, supported him, got him to be the great, hardworking athlete, amazing young man that he is. Uh, but Kurt Angle's his real life daddy. How does he know this? Uh, we don't know. Sir Peter's person. That's the, the thing text. I think we're never going to find oh, out. Fuck 
you wrestling. <laughs> you make no fucking sense. You're just now figuring that out? Man, the revelations that you've had in the last couple I episodes. Know. I got news for you. Uh, the Undertaker isn't actually undead. Dude, we were building up to that. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> we were building up to that, Joe. You got to break it in easily. Unbelievable. You Next, you're going to tell me that Triple H isn't really a skull-faced king of kings. Well, that's no, true. I, I mean, that's oh, true. Yeah, that's true. I've seen the action figure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think we can all say worst segment ever. Um, well. No, I, I want to <laughs> see a little bit more before I actually say that. Yeah, it's not fair. giving birth to a hand. No, yeah, it's, it's definitely not giving birth to a hand. What? We'll show, <laughs> we'll show you that someday um, when you're older. I'm good. <laughs> so we are too. So, uh, so that's it from the Raw side of things. Because like, everything else is just like normal build-up to yeah. SummerSlam stuff. That was the only thing that really uh, stuck out as being like, a, oh my god, we have to talk about this yeah. uh, <laughs> kind of moment. Um, so what I wanted to do is I wanted to shift gears a little bit. Uh, because we are one year removed from the WWE draft that happened last year that a bunch of us were at. Uh, where they did the brand split and started it up. So we are one year removed from the brand split, and I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on what do you think of the brand split so far? What do you like? What do you not like? How did the superstar shakeup impact things? And uh, where we are just one year removed? Because there's a lot of positives. I think people got new opportunities that we wouldn't have otherwise seen. Um, but there's also like some thinning of the rosters that kind of makes shows tough. Um, and we also have way more pay-per-views than we did before. Um, so I don't know. Does anybody want to start with what they think so far of the brand split? Ladies first. I mean, I think that the increase of pay-per-views is a huge drawback for me because... you have to look at us <laughs> way more often. <laughs> well, it's not that. Like, I enjoy oh, hanging geez. out with you guys, but, like, we're doing this, like, every two weeks yeah. now. So it's like, oh, you wanted to do something on a Sunday? Oh, is it 50% of the time? So, like, I just feel like they're trying to take up too much real estate in general, I, I Yeah, I, I feel like they could do Raw once a month and then SmackDown every other month pay-per-view instead of two every month kind of thing. Yeah. I I feel like it's diminished the weight of pay-per-views. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like you, looking at this card tonight, we've got a couple title matches, a couple, like one gimmick match, but for the most part, this is a full lineup of just generic grudge matches. A lot of these pay-per-views Sunday just feel like Smackdown. an episode yeah, of Raw. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and... And that's not a thing you could get away with once upon a time. When you did occasionally get a pay-per-view with mostly grudge matches, like, you didn't even order it, you know, yeah. or whatever. Um, so I do think it's diminished it there. If I could go back in time and stop it, I wouldn't stop it. Um, but I, I – and I, there are, I think, a lot of benefits. I think a lot of people who maybe wouldn't have gotten any opportunities to be on TV or do things or getting more chances. Um, I think that it was smart for them to build the women's brand this way because I don't – I. If it was all of the ladies we have now, but it was only on one show or like two shows, but they're all sharing that two shows, half of these girls wouldn't be getting any screen time. No, you'd but be- because we have these two shows and it's smaller divisions of both, it works out. Um, my biggest complaint is that I wish they would like really kind of stick to how this works. Yeah. I hate there's the, no rules. There's no rules. Like what I loved about SmackDown versus Raw back in the day was it was definitively. This is it. This is how it works. There's no overlap. There's no... But, like, Cena, perfect example. He's the free agent. It doesn't make any sense. But he's not on Raw. Yeah. Like, when they but first announced that, I was like, oh, cool. He'll be on both. That's actually kind of cool. But he's never on Raw. Yeah. So it just feels like we just said that 
for those times where the where Raw's going up against the Westminster Dog Show or whatever, and like or like Monday where we we're saving it for when Monday Night Football comes back, and we occasionally want him there for a ratings bump. Well, that's I understand that from a business perspective, but from a fan perspective, that sucks because it just means he's going to be there for bullshit. But he's really just a SmackDown guy. It's just very nebulous and very confusing, and I don't like it. I think it's one of those things where he would probably be on more both, but. Uh, he came back for the 4th of July, and that was a Tuesday, so he was on SmackDown, and then they naturally set up a program to get Rusev back into it, um, which is a match that's tonight. So I think had he not, had someone not come out and disrespected him, he probably could have been on both to start. Um, and then how, do you, probably, how do you move him? You know, like, what? how does someone from Raw poke John Cena and get him to come over there and fight if they can't come to SmackDown and fuck with his shit? You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's probably going to win the flag match, because, you know, fucking USA, USA. Right. Uh, and then show up on Raw, be like, hey, it's me, I won the flag match, I'm awesome. And then somebody <laughs> comes out and be like, you're a chump, blah, 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 yeah. which sets him up for the next Raw pay-per-view. Yeah. And then we and bounce then, back and then And then he bounced back yeah. and forth I, for a couple months. I, pictured, yeah. I pictured it more along the lines of, like, the somebody will do the open challenge thing. Yeah. And then it'll just be like, oh, and then Cena shows up to accept the open challenge. Oh, just yeah. so happened to be he back there. Just also happens, he travels to both shows, but <laughs> yeah. doesn't go on TV on one of them. We also got to think that the next pay per view after this is SummerSlam, so that's a joint pay per view anyway. All it takes is someone disrespecting him in the back or something like that. Or like, you know, he, he, there I, you go. I, somebody or I something happens. I didn't think of the joint pay And then that shifts him over for the next couple of months. Where, I mean, he's, as much as he doesn't want to admit that he is this, he's a part timer. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to say it. He's still got both feet in WWE, not one foot out the door. But come on, you're a part timer, John. You're going to go away and then you're going to come back and we can really do whatever. But the free agent angle of it is really dumb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I think that there are so many people like you can count so many people that have gotten opportunities that wouldn't have otherwise. Um, I think Kevin Owens wouldn't have been a champion had there not been a brand split. AJ Styles might not have been a champion. Well, AJ not been, been a champion. I don't know, though, because they were doing the whole like. Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. Like, remember, you only have one championship, and try keeping that thing away from uh, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar. Uh, like, you wouldn't have an, uh, a universal championship, and they definitely would have put that on Goldberg somehow. Yeah. So, like that that happened right around the time that like AJ was becoming a champion. So I don't think he would have got there. Alexa Bliss wouldn't have been as fantastic as she is. She'd probably still be in NXT doing next to nothing. Um, so she got a real opportunity. The fashion files have been great, even though like their matches aren't whatever, but like that segment's been great. How much fun did we have with Heath Slater and Rhino back when they first started? Um, and the Miz, like I would not have liked the Miz at all if not for this brand split. I don't know that the the Miz thing with the brand split matters because I think that Miz I think the Miz just finally figured out how to make that character so so lovably hateable <laughs> and like like I think it's more it's more this really I think it's just Miz clicked finally clicked i don't think that it's because he was on one brand or the other that it worked i think the reason that it clicked was his feud with daniel bryan and you don't have daniel bryan if you don't have the brand split because he's not coming back to be a general manager and that's where his segment on talking smack where he flipped out on bryan is the moment that character took a shift to being something enjoyable and i think you lose that without the brand split and what tv time is he going to get He's going to be in dumb matches, like tag matches on SmackDown or whatever dumb things that we were getting before without without having a show to give him time. I still think he would have been in the Intercontinental picture, but I, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. The catalyst would not have existed otherwise. And I still would have been. I would have hated him still, I think. Like, that's just me personally. Um, but I don't know. Joe, what do you think about the brand split so far? Uh, I was thinking from the angle of, like, 
not really whether I was thinking of like the up and down of quality mm. um, because early on in the bland, brand split, uh, SmackDown was way, way up, yeah. <laughs> way up over uh, Raw. They were killing Raw for a while. And I feel like they've more kind of evened out and maybe even Raw might have a little bit of an edge over them right now. I think a lot of that has to do with the um, the superstar shakeup really changed the rosters up enough where Raw seems to be much better with who they have. Um, and also Finn Balor coming back I think helps with that too. But yeah, SmackDown was way better at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, the two hours helped it a lot. And I remember when, when we left draft night and we were looking at like who got drafted in the rosters, I was like, I'm never going to watch SmackDown except for the AJ Styles bits. Right. Because um, that was like the only guy on that show that I liked. And then I found myself looking forward to Tuesday more than I was looking forward to Monday. Well, I think a lot of that had to do, too, with how cringeworthy having, uh, what's-his-face as the general manager from the start, uh, McFoley. McFoley, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was It oh. was just bad. Yeah, he did a really bad job. And I love Mick. And Raw has really picked up since Kurt Angle became general manager. Yeah, there was some that's growing true. pains, but now I think he's I, Yeah, that's true. I it, I, I liked uh, Steph as the leader, but Mick as the general manager was pretty painful. I, I just got sick and tired of whatever it was that Stephanie needed, like, felt the compulsion to embarrass him night after night, Monday after Monday. Like, yeah, like you picked in, like, him. In, like, weird, personal, like, yeah. hard-to-watch ways. Like, I hope it was worth it for you, but, like, I, I feel like they they ruined that guy. Like, now, I, there was a point where Mick, I mean, Mick's always been a guy who pops back in and pops back out, and I was always happy to see him. I don't ever want to see him there again. I got to be honest, and I also really like Mick. Yeah. But like, he's good for a uh, pop in. Like, yeah. Oh, like, Mick Foley showed up to like you know have something to say before this match, but to be there every single night and the and super to, like, have lame angles formula and stuff. of like I'm lovey and I'm cute and I'm funny, and then somebody gets in his face and he's like, oh, you shouldn't do that, and then they say something else, and all of a sudden, he oh, now it. he loses and he's super. It was just. Oh, we're doing this again. Yeah, he went from zero to 100 like that. And, like, and the just... first time he did it, you were like, oh, shit, he just yeah. got serious. And then the second time, you're like, oh, they pushed him again. And then you were, then the fifth time, you're like, oh, we're going to do this every Monday. It's yeah. lost all effect. It's yeah. just Oh, act. he's really mad that Sami Zayn wants to fight this guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's another one. Uh, Braun Strowman would have been a member of the Wyatt family still yeah. Yeah. without that. That's a good and one. Braun Strowman is now one of the greatest things of this company. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, he's Brand not Spitz finished great. with you. <laughs> he's yeah. not finished they with They would have been finished with him, but <laughs> yeah. now they're not. Oh, could you imagine that Wyatt family of like Braun Strowman just like going, I'm big and I'm scary, but like not ever doing anything well, about on, it? Let me let me let me back that up to where you could actually just stop it. Could you imagine the Wyatt family still? I know. I was <laughs> just like, gonna say, it. like we broke them up and now we've lost Luke Harper and then other sheep dude that Harry I Brown. never Yeah, sure. I think um, I can imagine the Wyatt family still being a thing. Can you do it at home? Can you do it outside? <laughs> yeah, like not here? No, that's a tease for later, because I think they're the mystery tag team. Oh, really? Oh, Eric Ooh. and Rowan? Or, yeah. Ooh, what a good idea. Eric, no, Eric <laughs> Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. All right, so Skip, what do you think? Pretty much everything you guys have been saying. <laughs> well, like, give me that microphone I mean, back. <laughs> you've basically covered everything. You've covered you know, oh, I mean, like, what, it, what, it, what like, have you been like? Like, which one do you prefer, Raw or SmackDown? I've mostly been watching SmackDown. I mean, Raw usually I'll tune in for the first forty-five minutes to an hour, but lately it's been starting off kind of slow and boring, and I usually turn it off and go play Xbox. <laughs> like, no, least, that's fair. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm usually out by like nine thirty with Raw. 
Yeah, Raw just—it's the three-hour format. It just feels like it drags on. Um, SmackDown seems like it's got a, a better pace, and it seems like more is happening. Like I, at first I, I cared about like you know Enzo and Cass and and things like that, but now it, it's like who who gives a crap? Like, yeah, you know. you know what you like, touched on something good there too that I didn't think about. So you said it is the pacing. Angles on Raw take months and involve way too much build-up. Mm-hmm. Angles on SmackDown tend to go faster. Yep. Feuds tend to rotate quicker. Yep. Um, you know, you wouldn't have had Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass didn't need to get attacked in the back five or six times. No. It could happen twice, yeah. and that's all you needed. Um, and also, just that general three hours versus two hours. Yeah, there's that. And, and I think then that comes in the 205 factor. I think also hurts Raw. I don't Having 205 care. is part of it? I don't care. It. So I'm guaranteed. We talked about that last yeah, time, Yeah, we talked right? about it last time, so we don't have to harp on it this time. But again, I know I'm going into SmackDown. I don't know for a fact that there's two, at least two matches I don't care about. When I go into Raw, I know there's at least two matches I don't care about because it's not a brand I follow. One thing I will say about that um, is this was the first week ever the ropes weren't purple. Oh, I didn't even notice. So it's one of those things where I think they might finally be trying to integrate it into the show, which is, I think, what we've been clamoring for since yeah. the it started. Or, or they just ran out of tape. <laughs> well, yeah, or yeah. they just got like tired of doing it and they said, if we don't do it, do you think anyone's going to notice? And they were like, nah. No, they might not. The cursory like in the ring, they're like, where are the ropes? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I can only see them if they're purple. <laughs> it's the only color cruiserweights can see. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that you bring up this, the three hours versus two hours, Skippy, because on weeks that we have raw pay-per-views, I feel like there's just too much time to fill with good stuff. Like, a lot of times when we sit down at this table and we get ready to record this podcast, we like we write out the card and we're like... This card sucks. Like, there's mm-hmm. not a lot going on. And, like, usually, you know, we come back and it's not... Like, it was better than we anticipated it being. But I think with all of that airtime, they just don't have enough good content consistently to have this much wrestling on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, my thing is with that is like I I agree a hundred percent, but I don't think that's a brand split thing so much as it is like WWE is just getting lazy. No, but like, with you the have brand enough split, we got all those pay per views. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. So if we had, so you have to tell that many more stories. The regular yeah. amount of pay per views, and then we had you know our three hours of Raw, and like every, you know every once in a while we'd have the pay per view where you get like four hours, and then next day you get three hours, but then. You know, that's where you could really wrap up a lot of what's been kind of building every week versus now, like, we're just we're just kind of living pay-per-view to pay-per-view. I honestly don't know why we watch Raw and SmackDown sometimes. To get you to want to watch the pay-per-view, and then you watch the pay-per-view to make you want to watch Raw. Like, it's a cycle. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's... And but it they're sucks, the but same like, thing yeah, now. Yeah, I know. That's the, that's the difference, and that's why it's like... That's one of the negatives, for sure, with this thing. Um, it's the pay per views. There's just too many. Yeah. So, do you think it should be like alternate, like so, a SmackDown pay per view one month, a Raw pay per view the next, have like twelve they, a year, and split between six pay per views? I feel like they did that before, and I don't really like it, just because then you have to tell if you want to have a payoff, like a big payoff to a feud, it has to happen at a pay per view, and so now you have to carry that feud out for at least two months. Like, you have it, and then you have to carry it out for two months. So there's eight episodes worth of build-up to a pay-per-view as opposed yeah. to four. Which is like, 
how do you have it so a these guys aren't wrestling each other every week anyway or b you keep it interesting enough with them like having tag matches or not wrestling or contract signings or whatever like how do you fill that i don't know how you'd fill that time i mean they could always unite the pay-per-views and while they don't have people from different brands fight each other they just kind of like wrestlemania it where like the card is is still split, but, like, everybody's there. Yeah, yeah. Or, the smartest thing to have done would be to say there's all of the belts will always be defended, for the most part at least, at pay-per-views. But if your individual feud is interesting enough, big enough, whatever, that may also make it to a pay-per-view. So then it's like, you know you've got matches that matter and then a handful of feuds that maybe do as well. But or I, just use the regular shows to pay off some storylines. Yeah, there's like, no they don't have to always have to be paid off at a pay per view. No. No, you could have Vince's law. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You could have somebody actually have a world championship match on the show. Yeah, I well, feel I like mean, we've lost Good luck too. even getting the belt to show up on one show. Yeah. I mean, someone won a belt at a house show like a couple weeks ago. I know, and it was amazing. Yeah, AJ. <laughs> so like just just fucking make it happen. Like what's your problem, Vince? Would you guys rather have less pay-per-views with the pay-per-views that we do have be longer? Like, all of the monthly ones are... Four hours? Four hours, and then the WrestleMania SummerSlams are, like, five. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. As, yeah, I, so I think that might have been a better direction. You have a joint pay-per-view, they're every month, but you just make them an hour longer, and then it's each show gets essentially two hours worth of match time or what have you, you know? Um I think that would be better. Yeah, because I, I do like seeing you guys every two weeks, um, but yeah, it's a lot. Don't Isn't it like this is a month until the next pay-per-view? Yes, this is the longest break that we get besides like WrestleMania time. Uh, yeah, so along that lines, no offense, but I'm kind of looking forward to not doing that. Oh, like, yeah, same. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to be like, oh, wow, I actually like get a couple of Sundays to do stuff. I'll see you next Sunday, Joe, for the Gamescast. <laughs> Well, that's know, that's that's only like two hours yeah. of us talking. That's not, yeah. this is two hours of podcasting, then three hours of pay per view, then yeah. another hour of podcasting afterwards. Yeah. And it, it makes for a long day. Yeah, um, for certain. Yeah, I know. You know, it, it's like people. you know, you, you only get so many weekends. Plus, there's so many weekdays, right. weekend days, and it's every other week I have to basically sacrifice one of my weekend days and it's right. not like I don't enjoy watching the wrestling and I don't like yeah. coming here and doing the podcast but it's like oh yeah I get to like just sit around and play video games or do stuff now. or clean or yeah well yeah because those pay-per-views aren't like next level good every time because it's they're like, basic it's just another raw episode of Raw or yeah, Smackdown Sunday Night sometimes. Raw Sunday Night Smackdown um, it does feel like a chore it does become more that than i think they intended or wanted it to so so we're don't, ending the podcast no we're not doing over that. and all of our friendships <laughs> i've never seen any of you again don't forget you uh to get the full package you got to include the additional stuff like raw talk and talking smack oh no uh, great segue there Steve. yeah hey <laughs> uh yeah talking smack is canceled is now just a post pay-per-view show uh, much to the surprise of hosts Renee Young and Daniel Bryan, who were not told. Uh, they found out on the internet, like we did, that it was just going to a, a monthly format, which is weird. Well, I mean, honestly, I've never watched it before. So what did it, it was, what was it usually? Was it every, after every SmackDown they yes, would do it? Yes, after, after every SmackDown. It, was, it used to be right after SmackDown, you go to the network and you watch Talking Smack. Then it was right after SmackDown, you go to the network and watch 205 Live and then watch Talking Smack. Or SmackDown ends, you do something for an hour, then you watch Talking Smack. Um, yeah, more appropriate. 
So I never watched it like consistently week to week, but I would always watch the clips the next day of like the important stuff that happened, uh, like the Ms. Daniel Bryan interview. Like I didn't see that live. I watched that the next day. Um, so you got interesting tidbits and interesting interview things. And what was cool about that show is it seemed less scripted than everything else. And I, I hear that's one of the reasons that it got cut was Vince didn't like the fact that it was so unscripted. He didn't like giving them that freedom. Um, <laughs> they can think for themselves. All, Stop it. Yeah. Um, is uh, is Raw Dog or whatever the Raw version called? Is that still a thing? It's going to be post-pay-per-view just like talking to okay. Yeah, so I think it, Raw Talk. Yeah. Okay. Raw or dog? bring it to the... No, it was bring <laughs> it to dog. the table. Raw Dog. Wasn't it bring it to the table or something? No, I think that was something else. That's a no. different crappy show on the network? I think it was Raw Talk. You're just making oh, wait, are you talking about the table It was a three? step to the yard? No, there was a bring it to the table, and it was like Justin Roberts and JBL and like... Oh, yeah, that's a thing. And like the king. I don't think that's what it was called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Take uh, it to the limit? Yeah, something like Over that. the top? Walker along the razor's edge? <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger? <laughs> <laughs> we could go on and on and on. But yeah, that's canceled, and... Uh, that's kind of that's kind of weird, but um, I, I never watched it. So. No, but I, enough people on the internet I I heard loved it. I I watched it until they switched it with the two hundred five. Yeah, and then I was just like, well, I'm not gonna you know. Yeah, about coming back in an hour. Yeah, exactly. Like I I really wish that they two hundred five live was recorded live after SmackDown. Like, or is it? Do they do it after SmackDown or yeah. after Raw? Yeah, yeah, no, it's after SmackDown. Okay, so yeah, after SmackDown. Because it's live. You right. don't even know yeah. because you don't watch it. Yeah. Nobody exactly. does. Exactly. <laughs> so what they should have done is, yes, record 205 live for the live audience while Talking Smack is happening and then play it at, you know, 11 yeah. o'clock. Most of the time people are going to watch it on demand anyways. Right. So, so the live aspect doesn't really do anything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The, Makes the no fact sense. that they made you break up, you, you went SmackDown – then a bunch of stories that started on Raw and will carry over on Raw. Then the wrap up for all the SmackDown stories, like it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Two Hundred Five Live had gone to SmackDown, like they made it teased, like it was going to at that one pay per view, it made it would have made it a little bit more sense. Yeah. But they're not even going to talk about it on Talking Smack. So what's the point? Yeah, there's yeah. no reason to have have. Made well, that calling it Two Hundred Five previously recorded doesn't sound as good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not. It's recorded live. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so two hundred five recorded live. You just call it two hundred five alive because all the people are living. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll be live tweeting it and ruining it for everyone. I mean, it's this, it's the same thing that they do with Raw and SmackDown. They record it live, but then the people on the West Coast don't get to watch it till eight o'clock their time. Yeah, unless they have some kind of you know live streaming East thing, Coast like, Channel. Or yeah, version like or I, have, I have a friend who had um, what was it DirecTV Now or. Dish now, what one one of those things where he could choose between West Coast and East Coast, East Coast yeah, yeah. speed. You know why? Why does it have to be on exactly as yeah. SmackDown ends? Like it made, it made no sense. No, especially because like everything about like the live aspect of SmackDown and talking Smack was like anything could happen, and you cared about those things because it's the real show. Nobody cares what happens on two hundred five. Exactly. Live. Yeah. So it's it just it was well, going to win again. Yeah. I yeah. Know, right. Yeah. They did a they did do that uh, interview with uh, Chad Gable right after the thing, and like he was basically just like, "So I got no partner now." <laughs> well, that was on SmackDown. Yeah, it was during SmackDown. Oh, yeah. was it during? I thought it was, it was during. No, it was during SmackDown. It was also awful. And that was super awkward. Um, so, yeah, we'll just use that then to jump right into tonight's card, which is Battleground, which looks... Uh, Are we really not going to talk mad? about the helicopter crash? Oh, yeah, we can totally talk about the helicopter <laughs> crash. Shane McMahon took his most recent bump, the most extreme bump I think he's taken. He's fallen off Titantrons. He's jumped off of Hell in a Cells. He's gone through plate glass windows. He's been Vince's son, and that's a real, like... <laughs> 
That's a real treacherous that's a thing. Long bump. Yeah, that's a real treacherous thing. But he also survived a helicopter crash this week where they had to make an emergency water landing. And terribly enough, the first thing I thought was, I need to read this article because please don't make it that he had a mistress on the helicopter <laughs> and his whole life is ruined and we're going to lose this character because I love Shane and I don't want him to go away. And that's what would have happened if it found out that he was on a, like a secret rendezvous with a mistress. Because that's how these things get found out. It's like Ben Affleck had the like babysitter on the plane or whatever and that caused his divorce. Like, Wait, was there was Ben Affleck in a plane crash? No, but just like he was on a plane with his mistress and people found out about it because they were like somebody on the plane was tweeting about it or something and like that blew up and caused the end of his relationship. So I, that was my first thought was like, is he okay? Was he alone? <laughs> and thankfully everyone was okay. They made it out fine. Uh, did you guys see the interview that they did like no. on TV? There's one clip on the where they're like interviewing him, and it's one of those like loose interviews where everyone's just firing random questions. So you can kind of hear in the background, and you just hear this one lady, and Shane's like looking around at all the different reporters because he's not sure who's going to talk next, and she just goes, "Are you Vince McMahon's son?" And he's like, "Yes." <laughs> She's like, oh, "Okay, I, my boss just wanted me to ask that." <laughs> I mean, for all they know, he's just some dude that was in a helicopter crash. Yeah, for, and like the first when the articles first started coming out, that's all it says was like. Helicopter crash on whatever body of water they crashed on. Like, more information. Pilot and person are okay. And then it was son of Vince McMahon on board. Then it was Shane McMahon on board. So, like, it made the, the gambit of, like, getting to it. Which I thought was really funny. This uh, just uh, affirms to me that you can't kill McMahon. No. You certainly can't kill Shane, at least. No. Those fuckers are immortal. <laughs> not by dropping him. No. Yeah. He, he yeah, has Featherfall permanently prepared. Is a joke only I got. <laughs> yeah, I'm to the card. <laughs> so many nerds get it. Um, all right, so let's go to the card. I'm actually going to jump to the one that we mentioned because I just, I honestly don't expect this to not be a pre-show match. So let's start off with some question marks with the Fashion Police Brizongo versus mm-hmm? Brizongo. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, that's. Do you even want to like? Oh, and I am the champ. To to who? Oh yeah. Wait, what? What? Everyone should know that I am the champ. Yeah. Oh yeah, we should. We did also. We didn't mention it's that. It's me. So in case you Who's didn't champ? hear, me. Is it me? It's me. Carrie is the champ. Me. Say it again. Carrie is the champ. One more time. Nope. Uh, one more time for the people in the back. There is no one in the back. <laughs> Podcast. Everyone's at the same distance. <laughs> uh, Skip is our intercontinental champion. The real champion. We actually do not currently have a hardcore champion because I guessed what had won it at the end of our uh, last pay per view. And then fled to another state, yeah. as many people do. That's what you always uh, try so to do. I, we need to, we need to like right. hop in a car, drive right. out there, and then jump them in a parking lot. So currently vacant, which will be fun because it means everyone can make bets. Um, and Adam is still holding the money in the bank, not able to cash in last week. Um, and we also don't have a Ms. Participation Award winner because also the person who won the hardcore bet, which is actually more likely why they fled to another state. They drove three hours away to get away from the <laughs> Participation Award. Um, all right. So now that that's clear, Fashion Police versus whoever it is that's been fucking with their shit. So, do you, uh, so I have a question. Do you guys think this is a team that they've already cleared of guilt, meaning like the Ascension, the Colognes, whatever? Or is this a new team that they haven't questioned yet? I mean, I want it to be a new team, but we all know it's just going to be the Ascension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I mean, All right, who, who has a guess as to who it is? Harper and Rowan. You think it's Harper and Rowan? They're both not doing anything. They're both on the same show. Where have they been for months? This is the only 
conceivable thing I can come up with for them. But do you think what they've been doing this whole time is secretly just fucking with the fashion police? <laughs> sure. Here, here's the question. Why not? Do you think they're going to be the Wyatt family or call themselves something different or just they have a new Eric name? Rowan and Luke Harper. I think they'll be Harper and Rowan because I think when they broke off from the Wyatt family last time, they stayed a tag team and they were Harper and Rowan until they broke up and uh, Rowan became like an intellectual. Remember that weird brief period where that happened? Oh, yeah. No. I mean, I know it happened, but no, I no. don't remember. No, he not at all. He magically solves the Rubik's Cube in half a second by dropping it below the screen and picking it up. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yes. genius stuff. That's right. I forgot about genius that. Genius level is, stuff. That is really impressive talent. I watched Will Smith do that twice. <laughs> nice oh. blinker, dumbass. <laughs> oh. For those of you that listen to our Gamescast, that's what a child yelled at Joe today. That's the payoff for that that tease. So you have to listen to both podcasts in order to get it. Yeah, to really, to, to really feel like you're here with all of us, uh, which I swear is a desirable thing. I fucking hate that kid. <laughs> Seven-year-old kid called Joe a dumbass for not using a blinker. So. At an intersection next, where you really didn't even have to. <laughs> next paper, we will find out it was actually Joe's son. <laughs> What a payoff. <laughs> um, it's right. Corey Graves. <laughs> I'm gonna, you didn't notice the neck tattoos on the seven-year-old? Uh, I'm going to go question marks. I, I am actually with Joe. I don't think – I think you'd be right if this was, like, just a tag team. But, like, I just can't – I can't imagine that that's what Harper and Rowan are doing. and fucking with the fashion police. So I am actually going to go question marks on this because I – I, I think we've had enough buildup, and and let's be fair, Brizongo doesn't do a lot of winning. No. They do a lot of winning in their segments. They yeah. don't do a lot of winning for real. Um, but like, I, I don't see Harper and Rowan killing a ride-on pony stick. You oh, know, I do, <laughs> do one hundred percent. But we'll put see. me down for question mark because that's that's the payoff. I'm I'm putting all my eggs in the Harper Rowan basket. Oh, you're right. They I never I am win. also putting my eggs in the question mark basket. Uh, not necessarily Harper and Rowan. I think. Probably will be somebody new. I don't know whether it's going to be like an NXT call up. I don't have a I, lot of tag teams yeah, in NXT. Yeah, exactly. Or whether it'll be like some the new revival team. comes over. The revival. I, I, I don't fucking know. I don't know who is yeah. currently just doing nothing. I'm going to go Fashion Police. I think this is their time. They've had enough build up. All I, all I, I know say, is that... You think the fashion police are the mystery people? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, oh, my God. It's going to actually... It's they're going to get down there. They're going to get ready for the fight. And then it's going to turn out that it was... Yeah, it was... It was uh, Fandango was, was betraying Tyler. And then they're going to split up. And we're going to fucking split up another goddamn Yeah, tag right? Team. Why not? Joe, stop saying things that are awful. They happen. Yeah, I don't want that. you say things like that, they happen. And that's awful. If that happens, I win the whole paper. No. <laughs> no. No, you lose it automatically. Yes. Because that's he, the worst possible timeline. He gets line. to instantly cash his money in the bank on you, even though you don't have the belt, and he wins the belt. It's my belt. Although, you know what? Uh, I just realized that would be impossible because the two of them were on screen when somebody stole the horse. That's true. So, yeah, you're an idiot. They put the horse on the thing, and then they turn <laughs> and they fair, talk, and then they look back, and the horse the horse so quickly that we can't perceive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like um, the Olsen twins. I don't want to have the same pick as Joe. <laughs> Are you going to have Joe to Dark Horse? Are you going to dead Dark Horse this? Oh, no. Yeah. So you're going question marks? Because now I think that it's probably going to be... I agree with Skippy. I think it's probably going to be a new tag team. And they need to win because they're a new tag team. Yeah, and they're just going to win because they're a new tag team. All right. All right. So uh, now, one point match? Oh, yeah, absolutely. One point match. Oh, well, I don't know. This is the buildup of a century, guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, build up to no, a one point match. It's been match. a great yeah. build up. Yeah, that's what, yeah. that's what I'm saying. 
Five point match. <laughs> um, all right. So next we have uh, Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English. I'm pretty sure this is the pre-show match uh, again. Yeah, more than likely the pre-show match. But you just said the Breezango was going to be the pre-show. Well, I that think well, you two. can have two. You can have two pre- pre-show no. matches. No. <laughs> all right. Can't have two. Well, Why have... isn't this guy Phantom of the Opera yet? I don't know. Could be tonight. Yeah. 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 We've been saying he's going to break and become Phantom of the Opera for quite some time. I need it in my life. I'm holding up ten fingers for Ty Dillinger. Yeah, I got go Ty Dillinger. Aiden English doesn't know how to win, so I just don't <laughs> think it's possible. Well, and like this is clearly one of those people that they've kept around to make an ass of, like for whatever reason. And like, don't get me wrong. One of my favorite hypothetical questions is like, you get to you get a WWE contract, but you got to have a shitty gimmick. Like, will you take it? And yeah, I probably would. Like, yeah. it'd be I'd, it'd be cool, especially if there's a championship involved. Which what would your shitty gimmick be? Uh, whatever horrible thing Vince thought up on that given day. <laughs> yeah, you don't day. get to choose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no one's like, I want to be Eugene. Like, that wasn't a <laughs> thing that they came in and were like, Vince, I've got this great idea. The only one that I can think of that's an exception to that was Darren Drozdoff, who really did tell Vince, I my gimmick is that puke. I can puke, and then failed to puke every time. Fuck that guy. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go. God got him in the end. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Technically, nice. didn't D'Lo Brown get him? <laughs> D'Lo Brown was God's hand. <laughs> oh, fair enough. You're a bad baby, Joe Blakesley. <laughs> Joe lives every day like he's the character of Eugene, so it's fine. <laughs> I would. He chose that gimmick. I would totally use that gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> You'd kill it. <laughs> um, all right, so we've got me and Adam both going Ty Dillinger. Anybody else got a pick or you? Just oh, like wait, yeah, in? I actually got a pick. Something, don't I? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh... Ah, fuck it. Aiden English. Why not? I mean, like, the guy is... If anybody's due... Yeah, He's true. due. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm I, I'm saying it just as, like, uh, uh, like a throwaway. Like, okay, here. We'll, oh, we'll toss you... Know you actually, we'll toss you a fucking bone, buddy. I am actually going to switch it because I think this is where we set Ty Dillinger up with a feud. Someone fucks up this match and costs oh. him the match. I was like, you want this feud to continue? No. <laughs> yeah, this is already a feud in some way. Kind of like by proxy. Yeah, hey, I'm also gonna go Aiden on this. All right, um, skip with Carrie and Skip. Uh, I'm gonna go tie. Carrie, I have no reasoning. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I am also well. I get because you already put a one. I guess I'm gonna go ten. I mean, I could cross it. I technically had already written Aiden here because I did my great <laughs> wrong. So you really could go either way. But you want to go tie? No. <laughs> well, then make up your mind. Uh, I'm running want, out of rumor this block. I want the Phantom of the Opera to win. All right, Phantom of the Opera, you got I it. I think he's going to win and then become the Phantom of the Opera. All right, next up, we've got Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis in a This Don't Mean Shit match. Kanellis. Yeah. yeah. Is there anybody Sorry, this- Sami Zayn, but you exist to lose. Yeah, you yeah. really do. You're man. born to lose. Didn't I got you a, win last time? I got a fucking ska mind. song for you. It's called Born to Lose. Why did Damn you- it. That's my answer, though. <laughs> you wanted a heart. I can't draw hearts. It kind of just looks like a butt. <laughs> Can we talk for a second about how great his ring gear is? Everybody gets butts. Yup. Mike and Alice's ring gear is fantastic. It's just her face, isn't it? it? Yeah, it would. No, it's like it's like it's her entire body, like down his legs. Oh, okay. And then the back of his jacket 
is just a giant like airbrush of her face. I did not notice that at all. I didn't oh, notice that at awesome. all either. Yeah, yeah it's a Jesus. it's like a white leather jacket, and it's just kiss prints all over it, and then the back of it is just her head. I actually, at quick glance, I just thought he went into that uh, 2K18 commercial where Seth destroyed all the stuff in the in the factory and found one old pair of Shawn Michaels pants that didn't burn and <laughs> just put those on. No, yeah, because it's hearts and kissy faces. Yeah, but no, yeah. the, down the legs is like. Her in like an art, like a pose. Kind uh, of thing. Can you keep doing this weird Maria Canellas pose that you, as a grown man, are doing? <laughs> Y'all can't see it. If I could, I would, Adam, you look like a pinup model. I'd give sure a testicle do. to gift that. Uh, <laughs> sure, do. not one of mine, mind you. One of all of yours. Um, Collectively, we, we all give a third. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Next up, U.S. title match. Oh wait, do uh, we all pick? Oh, uh, one Mike? points for both those other two. And matches. everybody picked. Uh, did everybody pick Mike? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. checking. That's just a wash. There was too they much. They do look like butts. There was too much. They do look like butts. Right? <laughs> Believe it or not, I didn't have a lot of uh, practice doodling hearts as I grew up. Aww. Oh, you didn't dot Sorry. every I with a heart? I don't he doesn't have an I in my name. Yeah, I was just going to say, he doesn't have any letters that require. Otherwise. Neither do I. Wait, you don't spell <laughs> <laughs> What are you even dotting? <laughs> every time I use an I. T-I-L-E-R. <laughs> uh, all right, so next up, U.S. title match. AJ versus Kevin Owens for uh, the 8,000 time? 8,000 first? 8,000 second? Yeah. But they're they're so great together. Yeah, I honestly fine. don't I'm care. Really I'm going AJ though. I don't think you give him that belt at a house show. Just take it away two weeks later. Yeah, I I can't picture that happening either. I think they do because it's fucking WWE. Yeah, because WWE. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not wrong. Yeah, like, well, I'm I'm thinking logically, so therefore, <laughs> so you're already wrong. Yeah. Carrie, yeah. um, sweaty or sniffs. Two guys. Two guys. You listeners hate, are like fucking what? Two guys yeah. you hate that. Uh, I mean, do you really hate Kevin Owens? I don't feel like you hate Kevin Owens. You hate no. He wants to go with Purell. He does the sniffs much less frequently, but I agree that I don't they think that they would give his, AJ uh, the belt septum. and take it away. But his hands are so sweaty that <laughs> it might slip through his fingers. Boom! <laughs> Wait, so what's your pick? <laughs> Her pick is that pun. She's real proud of it. That pun is going to be the champion tonight. <laughs> We've also lost her on the podcast because it's just going to be this laughing. So apologies for the rest of the episode. Yeah, you got you got to reel it in. You got to reel it in. Come on now. No, I'm, no, I'm going to let her do it. Keep for going. anyone, for anyone wondering what just happened, Carrie dislikes AJ Styles because he always wears gloves, and she assumes that means his, his hands are too uh, yeah, sweaty, you can't grab on and he can't hold anything otherwise. Oh, and the sniffs. If you notice, when Kevin Owens comes out, he's often flaring his nostrils, and sniffing. But yeah, he doesn't do that anymore. I don't. Not at he doesn't least, do it as much. The new face of America doesn't do that. Oh, I always thought it was because he got his out. nose fucked up by... Yeah, I always assumed that's what it was, too, and he probably just doesn't... That, that passage isn't blocked No, anymore. he probably watched an episode of Raw and noticed that he does it, like, 25 times because he wants to make sure the camera gets it. All right, so is your pick AJ? Yes. Okay. On to the next. Shinsuke uh, Nakamura. Two points. Oh, yeah, two points, for real. Yeah. yeah. And wait, so what would everyone go on that? I'd... Uh, AJ for Carrie. Skip Starcorson. Oh, yeah. Skip Star Corson with Owens, and everybody else is AJ. Oh, brave man. Yeah. All right. Next up is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron. I bet you already forgot he's Mr. Money in the Bank Corbin. Oh, my God, I did. You did, didn't you? <laughs> I, I only make this joke because I saw someone else make it on Twitter, and I thought, oh, my God, I did. <laughs> nope, I remembered because he's great. Well, it's because you also had the money in the bank right now. That has nothing to do with it. I mean, other than the fact that two great people have a great plot device can i ask you a serious question yeah what is it like being the only fan of a wrestler <laughs> the lone wolf yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Listen, when he's WWE champion, I'll be the only one excited, and y'all be like, "Damn, he's really great." I wish I liked him too. Listen, and you then you what? start liking him as well. This is how I felt about Jinder Mahal, except that none of you came to that God moment. Yeah. No, no, I love Jinder me. Mahal. No, do you? Yeah, I've always been. I've always been Jinder. I'm Team Jinder. This is how I also feel about Joe uh, loves weird Elias. <laughs> Joe weird nipples are great. <laughs> All right, let's get off this. That's a different podcast that none of us are on. Um, so Shinsuke versus Baron Corbin, it's not for anything. Yep, Shinsuke. Um, I, Go ahead and write that down. Yep, Shinsuke. <laughs> Spell it out. <laughs> Just like it sounds. That is S <laughs> in Shinsuke. <laughs> H is in Shinsuke. It's in Hinsuke. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, so that's Shinsuke for Kerry. Uh, I'm going Shinsuke because I don't think he's actually won in a pay-per-view yet. Uh, no, he would have won, won his he'd first beat, one? Yeah, he beat Dolph Ziggler. Oh, right, everyone beats <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Right? No, the, uh, I, I'm, it's, uh, Sammy Zayn is the new Dolph Ziggler, I forgot. Um, uh, wait, did Ziggler win that match? No. no, no, Shinsuke definitely won that match. Okay. Because they made such a big deal about it being his first like actual match. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was the graphic that they used for the card, even yeah. though he wasn't. It was just the op- literally the opening match of that pay per view. Uh, but yeah, I'm also going to go Shinsuke. I'm assuming you're taking your boy, Adam. Shinsuke, yes. Oh wow. Yeah, I just I don't think I think as good as I think Baron is, I just don't think that he's winning this one. I think he might lose this one. Or oh, I see. Now I'm thinking there's going to be some kind of pre-match attack, and they're not going to have it. Oh, he's going to like jump him in the back. That's, somebody's getting jumped in this. Like that's. I mean, I could, you could totally have Baron Corbin come up and whack him with the briefcase. Yeah, for the eight thousandth time. Well, then they just brawl all that's over what the you arena. Do with the briefcase. And there's no the briefcase actual exists match. to hit people with it. Well, that's just a wash. Doesn't matter what you picked. And well, I could pick a wash. The only way I, see... I could pick like I could pick that it's a no contest. See, the, here's the thing. I think it's hard to have that's... your money in the bank. Holder be a loser. Typically, though, the person who has the money in the bank usually routinely loses a lot leading up to them cashing in. Also, Damian Sandow would like to call you and tell you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know now. Skip, make your pick because I know. Um... See, and also, but hold on. There's also a thing to be adjusted here. I don't, is that act, that's not a match decision? A no what, contest? It's a no contest if the bell rings and then they fight and nothing ever happens. But if what you're saying is. My oh, that would be a double count out or a double disqualification. Like, you can't have the bell ring and have it be a no contest. See, I feel like I don't that they're going to fight and the match never happens. That's a hardcore bet. That's not a pick for here. You have to pick a decision, and then if there if nothing ever comes of it, the match becomes a wash. That's traditionally how we've always done it. Well, no one's ever picked no contest, right? Because I don't think that's a thing. Well, then what would you put in the you have like, to make in the a- record books? What would it say? That it didn't happen. You have so to, it's a you, no contest. No, you have no to, contest means nothing happened. But you if have the to make match a pick, never though. started. It's a no. There's contest. no decision for the match. It no, just there's no that, contest. It's this. But that's like saying, <laughs> all right. So there's also probably not going to be one of the Usos versus one of the New Days tonight. Does that mean that match was a no contest? Wait, what? What the fuck is happening? Wait, why what? don't you? Why won't you let Adam pick something that's going to lose? So wait, okay. Let me. <laughs> that's, just, a, right? that's a very good. Point. Just let him lose let's, the let's, match. Right, I, just, I just want to clarify. So Adam, you are picking the match doesn't happen. No, I was thinking about it, and then Tyler told me I couldn't. Well, no, I'm, I'm opening. I'm not saying you can't. I'm opening the discussion because I feel like this is a thing we've never discussed before, and I yeah. think it's a new rule. 
I'm cool. If everybody's down with it, I'm cool with it. But I'm that you could. Pick I thought that no was a contest. thing we could not do. Yeah, I would say you have to pick between the two winners, and then if it's a no contest, it's a watch. Everyone gets zero. Yeah, no why point. can't you pick what? the the decision in the match is no contest? Like there's a but, there's but, a match on the card, right? And it it doesn't take place. That's a no contest. I I should be able to predict that the match never takes place. All right. So here here let me give you this hypothetical. Would you say? That it, because we happen to be looking at this today because of the what's coming up later in this card, would you say that Undertaker versus the Great Kali at Great American Bash 2006 in a Punjabi prison match is a no contest? No. It was on the card Hold up on. until the opening of the pay per view. I don't and then changed. I don't have enough information. I don't know when it got changed. Right, so we didn't finish watching that opening video. Let's package say to know. that we got to the pay per view. That yes. that was on the card. If you bought the program at the show, that was on the program. Yep. Would you say that was a no contest? Yeah, because it didn't take place. Okay. No Would contest all... literally means there is no contest between these two combatants. I mean, if he wants to, we let Skippy choose nobody once. So if but he wants to make he that bet. From I, yeah, a pick, yeah. That's different. Yeah, he said, I don't want to make a pick. Yeah. That's different than this. This is me actively saying, if I was to go with it, that I think they will not have this match. All right. I, I, I guess and I, I see no problem so with it. So how I look at it is we make picks for what we think is going to be the outcome of the match. Outcome of the match. So if we're looking at, you know, the Usos versus New Day, we're probably going to pick one of those two because those are the two fighting in the match. Yeah. But if you want to pick the Revival... Just for shits and giggles, sure, throw your pick away. What the fuck ever. Yeah. All right. Well, it's one of those things where, like... Yeah, I'd say I'm okay with it. Think about it this way. If you make, like, an outlandish pick. I feel like we've done this before. Think about WrestleMania 31. If you had said, um, okay, Brock versus Roman, who are you picking? And you go, I pick Seth Rollins. He's not in that match. He's not on the card. But he ended up winning that match. You could have picked it if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. But that's a little bit different because it's a money in the bank. It's a person who can put themselves into the match. Like, you wouldn't pick... Let's just pretend Shinsuke didn't have a match. Or, well, that's a bad pick because it's what we're talking about. But right, look, <laughs> you wouldn't pick one of the Usos to win this match. But, I mean, no, because he can't get no, in it. Well, yeah. But, but rewind it back because... Oh, shit, I lost my point because you're talking. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it. If everybody's cool with it, I'm, cool. I'm not saying I'm against it. I just don't think that's the definition of a no contest. Here's what we'll do. We'll table it because I'm not going to pick it. I'm going to pick uh, I'm gonna pick Baron. I'm going to actually go back and pick Baron Corbin. I mean, if you want to pick that no, other no, no. thing, it's cool. It was playing in my head. I wasn't necessarily thinking one way or the other, but then like we got a good banter about mm-hmm. the discussion. So we'll table it. I'm going to pick Baron Corbin. Okay. Just for the sake of moving through the card. Um, and we'll we'll put a pin in it, and maybe we'll talk about it on the post-show yeah, what yeah. we ended up deciding. And I'm going to be really mad if it is a no contest. <laughs> I mean, but anyway, I, again, but I don't want I yeah. just, I want to make it clear. I don't want you to feel like I'm no, saying no, no, you no. can't do no. that, because that's not. like I'm totally down if that's a thing we're doing. I just more wanted to know, like, can I do that in the future? Yeah. You know, like, is that a thing we're going to we'll open up? Yeah. yeah. But anyway. If it, I also will say, I if you if we decide, like, if we're discussing this or whatever, we decide it, and the match hasn't started yet, and you want to change yeah. it, obviously, totally Yeah, it's can. fair game. Did everybody pick for this match? Uh, no, I still need Skip and Joe. B-Corp. Like I said, I just I can't really picture him having the money in the bank and like being a complete loser. I also have a hard time picturing Shinsuke losing to him, but I I just think like some form of shenanigans, like obviously the the money in the bank briefcase will get involved. I think Shinsuke only losing by somebody's shenanigans is gonna be a long trending thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, you gotta yeah, protect they him. don't want him to get yeah, hurt. You, you yeah, gotta, you gotta, he's gotta look like they put too much effort into making him invincible. Yeah, he's yeah. the next John Cena type. Like that's what they're gonna do. He's gonna win all the time. And yeah, he's gonna be the face of that brand. Skip. Uh, I have decided I'm gonna pick a no contest. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I'm going with. <laughs> Start the debate over. <laughs> Can we just rewind the podcast recording and just listen to that? Oh, I'm ready. I remember my point. <laughs> Do you want to hear it? Yeah, what's yeah. up? No, I picked Shinsuke. Next. No, that's fine. No, but yeah, throw it out there. God All damn right, it. So we put Skippy gonna... on this podcast and everything went off the rails. I know, right? <laughs> All right, so hold on. So what I was going to say was that... God damn it. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We'll it's fine. On. We'll move on. All right. So up next, we have Scree- points. Scree- uh, two points. Uh, <laughs> one point. It's a one point That's no, a one point match. Yeah, There's no there's nothing, there's nothing behind it. All right. So next we have Charlotte versus Becky versus Tamina versus Natalia versus Lana. Yet again, we're doing this thing. I believe it's number one contender. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. the right to face Naomi at uh, SummerSlam. Right. Or Carmella, uh, potentially. That's um, true, but Carmel's not cashing in on a SmackDown show. More than likely not. Um, Be a good swerve, I guess. All right, what do you got? <sighs> Lana. Question, just because I don't remember the timing of it. We have not yet hit a month for Ellsworth's suspension to be up, correct? I don't think so, no. Okay. No. All right. No, that's, it's it, only been like two weeks. Okay. Because Money in the Bank was over a month ago. And I don't remember how many. I think it was two or three Tuesdays after. It so was. Yeah. Yeah, it was the. It was the SmackDown after the last pay per view. No, it would have had it. No, because the. No, it was the SmackDown after the Money in the Bank rematch. Yeah, yeah, the second Money in the Bank rematch. So yeah, yeah he's probably and that was two, like two weeks after. Yeah, yeah, he's got like so two, two weeks, weeks after the yeah, last. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What a great month! <laughs> <laughs> this Ellsworth free month. Uh, I'm going Seth Rollins. <laughs> Side note, did you see that he's getting an action figure? Uh, Ellsworth? Ellsworth? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's getting his own WWE action figure. That's I mean, it looked a lot God, like him. God yeah. bless him, man. Well, yeah, they just used like some old turtle figure and <laughs> built the body around it, painted it weird. Um, I'm going to go Charlotte here. I feel like they need to have her on a marquee matchup at SummerSlam. And I don't necessarily think those rumors of one of the UFC girls coming over for something is going to happen that quickly oh and even if that does happen i don't think that that's for the belt you know what i mean no but like, but you know but charlotte wouldn't be going for the belt because she'd fight the ufc oh girl. i see i see you know but i think i'm going charlotte i'm going lana i don't know why because she's got tamina as her she, teacher and that's clearly the best thing that could possibly happen to any person her ever. teacher aka tell everyone to shut it like <laughs> i'm gonna make you look like ellsworth <laughs> All right, my first lesson is just say whatever the last person said. Just say whatever the last person said. Oh, you're good. <laughs> you're already there. <laughs> um, this one's tough. I probably would have gone Becky, but I feel like they gave Becky the win on oh, SmackDown. Well, we should also mention this is an elimination match. Yeah. So it's oh yeah, that's last right. one standing. Oh, gr- awesome for hardcore bets. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Becky got a win because they knew she was going to lose here. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I, you know, I, and I kind of feel like Charlotte ate the loss because she, they knew she was going to win here. Um, yeah, I'm also going Charlotte with SummerSlam on on the horizon. They need their big, and there, there's no, there's no one else in this. I feel is that level besides Becky, and Becky just got a win over Charlotte. I don't know that she's getting another one. 
Do you guys like the new light up women's title that Yo! Naomi has? <laughs> is that is that a whole new belt or is it just a thing strapped to the well, belt? Well, it's probably a whole new belt because they probably had to weave it in so it didn't look like because the first the first time it looked like it was just something like on it. stuck on the over outside. the yeah, belt, like, like yeah. But then the second time I saw it, it looked like it was actually integrated it. into yeah. the belt. I think I it was one of those belt. they did it, they added to it. They put the thing on it, it and they were like, "Oh, that looks good. Make a new one that yeah. just has that." It's fucking great. That's the no, it's only cool. belt I've been like, I fucking want that. <laughs> it is super cool. I'm saying they should have done it as soon as she won. Yeah, feel the glow, guys. Come on. I know. All right, um, what do you got? Um, well, I was also going to go Charlotte, and then everybody else said Charlotte, and also Lana. What? Me and Skippy said Lana. also think that it's going to be Charlotte. She said also Lana. Oh. God, listen, Joe. Yeah, stop interrupting people. With um, your ears. All right, so that's a two points because no it's elimination. <laughs> we think it's um, two or what? Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, it's a number one contenders match, and it's, it's, and it's also an elimination match. So yep. it's got a, st- a stipulation. It's gonna take up some time. I, I think it's worth it too. Uh, all right, tag titles match: Usos versus New Day. I multiple times now have said that they did not have a match on this card because I forgot that I wrote this down. Yeah, you said that's why I was like, you said we're not gonna have a Usos versus New Day. What? <laughs> um, one. Well, it's going to be a two-point match because it's for the tag belts. Oh. Um, I'm going Usos. Yeah. I think they carry it into SummerSlam where they probably lose. They have the belt, right? Yes. Yes. Usos are the champions. Plus, they clearly won the rap battle. Just going to say it. No, we all lost the rap battle, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, it definitely wasn't I good. <laughs> I, think they, I think they had better they had the, They had the better insults, but they did the worse rapping. Yeah. I mean, it was all bad. They kept right, like so doing those said, like weird accents and stuff. Yeah, you it was said Usos. pretty painful. Day one ish. Day one is in oh age. boy. The truth is H. Uh, this is a this is hard because I really don't give a fuck about the new day anymore. It's I a know. gimmick that is really worn thin. I don't even know if it's necessarily the gimmick as much as what they've used. No, maybe it is the gimmick. I still like the gimmick. I still like the trash talking beforehand. The trombone stuff's still funny. It's just they don't do anything. They're in lame stories. It's like we all said. As soon as they lose the belts, they're going to be hard to take seriously. Well, because Mm -hmm. for a year, their persona was we're the longest reigning or we're the tag champs. Yeah. Like once you lose that, then you have to refocus what they are. But I'm still picking the Uso. Yeah, I feel like Usos. I feel like you're right. It's well, no. You see, a part of me feels like you take the champion if they bring New Day into SummerSlam as the champs. It makes up a good match for them to Usos try and win it back. I'm gonna go New Day. Yeah, I might change this one to be honest with you, but for now, I am actually also gonna go New Day. Uh, Skip and Carry, what do you got? I'm going New Day. I am also going nude day. Nude day. Nude, eh? So as it stands right nude now, day. you're dark horsing that on Usos, but I, I feel like it's probably a 60-40 chance I end up joining you on that one. Uh, all right, now points. the reason... Yeah, two points. I already wrote that one down. That was a gimme. Uh, now the reason we're all here, obviously, American Pride demands that we get in touch with the flag match and really just a gimmick that's awesome. That I wish every match was a flag match. Um, this sucks. I don't even want to pick it. So, it's, it's, so the match is you, they had the two flags in the two corners. And you yep. have to grit it, your flag, and you have to carry it to the top of the ramp and put it in maybe? the thing. We I'm pretty so. sure that's what they said yeah, on, maybe. on Raw. You might just have to grab it. I don't know. No. To be honest with you, it doesn't change It's, my it's just in the no. corner. It seems like it's impossible to get to the corner. 
or not impossible to get to the corner and grab a flag. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I have two things to say about this match. Number one, there is nothing more insufferable than All-American John Cena. Yeah. Like, when John Cena was feuding recently with people like The Miz and like AJ, and he got closer to like Thugonomics, I just want to fight you, John Cena, I like that way better. His speech on Tuesday where he just referenced things that happened in history where flags were present was the most boring piece of SmackDown that I've watched in quite some time. I, if this I is something that just happened it. on 4th of July... Yeah, the fact that like it's, it, it was started on the fourth of July, and then we had to go through three weeks of build up. Yeah, to this, that's what made it silly. Like this should have just been a match that happened on fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. And then the feud could have taken place afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, exactly. yeah they had the match on fourth of July. This could have been a different kind of and match. And then yeah. they would just have a match. Yeah, like a, a, a revenge match. That. This that would have been much better. Right. Yeah. It's just the fact that it's now three weeks removed to the point where it made sense to have this match. You know what else makes All American John Cena insufferable is. He's not a fucking veteran. No. But he acts like a veteran. He's well, got he's his... I know there's that. the story behind the dog tags and whatnot, but, like, I hate when they market him like a veteran because he's not. The, and that's the, such... The stolen valor aspect? Yes. That's perfect. Like, you nailed it. Like, I, I just... I That's creepy. And it's especially creepy when it's wrapped in an American flag. You yeah. know what I mean? Like... Well, he just it, supports the troops harder than you. But, like... <laughs> By pretending to be one, you know, like I know that's not what he's doing, but we get as humanly close as possible to it, yeah. and it's gross. Like it's a little bit gross. That being said, I'm picking Cena. Like yeah, I, Cena I, doesn't lose a flag match. Cena doesn't lose a fucking flag, but Cena doesn't lose anything that he comes out the week before and says, like, I'm, I know what this is. It's a fight of my life. I, I if I lose this. I, I failed all of you. Yeah. Anybody else says that in a bit, and I'm like, oh, he's losing. But mm-hmm. when Cena says it, I'm just like, oh, all right, Superman, whatever you say. The uh, the second issue I have with this uh, with this match and SmackDown in general, there are now three characters on this show that are independent of each other, and all of them are the I'm the anti-American foreign guy. You've Wait. got Kevin Owens oh. as like the I'm the face of America because I'm better than most Americans. You've got Rusev, who's I'm Bulgarian, and for some reason I hate America too. Even though nobody could find Bulgaria on a map, and half of like half of the people in that arena couldn't do it. Um, and then you have Jinder, who's just like you hate me because I'm different and I'm not from here, so therefore I hate you because you're all dumb Americans. And like, can we stop with this? I know, like this character, let alone three of them. Like it's not 1985. That's really all we can still come up with for somebody who's not white, like really, or well, wh- white Owens. or black. Yeah. Or, or from here. I'm pretty sure Bulgarian is white. I mean, I guess technically it's Eastern <laughs> European. But. but still, like, it's just, it's such an old trope that I don't, I never liked it as a thing in wrestling. It's just like, cheap. It's a bygone era thing. I don't hate Jinder Mahal because he's from India. I hate him because he's boring. I've, and I've just always, says the same thing every week. I hate well, him because he's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's always been really funny to me about this is I'm like, Jinder, you're fucking Canadian, dude. Yeah. <laughs> when he, like, does the accent and stuff, I'm like, yeah, dude, you fucking grew up in Montreal. <laughs> but, we don't um, talk about that. <laughs> is there anyone who's not picking Cena in this? I think he grew up in Vancouver. Oh, okay. Either way, I'm, yeah, I'm it's, Cena. It's all like, they got like two fucking cities up there. It's all moose and woods. All right, never mind. I get why they hate Americans. Yeah, now. right? <laughs> <laughs> I just Fuck like take this time to hat. apologize to any of our Canadian listeners. I think you're cool. I would like to be you, so. Yeah, the you're fact, doing better than we are. The fact that there Sorry, are, the fact that there are two of those matches also just tonight like one right after the other well I don't know where it goes in the card there's three matches 
There's yeah, three Kevin America Owens versus AJ. Yeah. Well, his, it's, it's America they're not, they're versus... not really using that angle, though. No, they yeah, are 100%. Are. His, are his Twitter avatar and profile picture and all that stuff are all blacked out right now to represent how awful it is that a lousy American is the U.S. champion. Yeah. Like, believe me, that's their gimmick. Yeah. He also hates AJ. He's Kevin Owens, fortunately, is talented enough that he doesn't need to rely only on that. He's probably been told to and is going to make it better because he's not that yeah. cheap. He didn't have it before he came to SmackDown. Like when he came over in the shakeup, they started this gimmick. Yeah, he was doing just fine before that. Exactly, he does not need cheap heat. No, um, but here we are. Yeah. You know? So yeah, no, but I, there, I don't, I just don't see Cena winning. I see shenanigans happening. I see we get very close to maybe he loses, no. but he's not losing this match. So again, is anybody not picking Cena? Sees nuts. Is that a is that Cena? Is that a yes? <laughs> it's not a very Kevin anti seizure. <laughs> yeah, it's not a very anti Cena. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rate Cena. <laughs> Cena. Skip. Skip. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this one's a total wash. So not only do we not want to watch this match, it doesn't even have any ramifications. Sweet. Not I even hope it's on it the pre-show. Well, I'll give it a point value because that actually does matter. Is it is it a two point match because it's a gimmick? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a flag match. There's no belt on the line either. No. No. Um, well, I was I certainly wasn't negotiating a three. I was saying this is a one. Oh. Um, and then uh, finally, in in a Punjabi prison match, we have Jinder Mahal, your champion, versus Randy Orton for the world title. So here's the question: Jinder's gotten a lot of wins on Randy. Does Jinder really lose a Punjabi prison match? No, I don't think so. I I mean, I don't think Jinder wins just because I don't think Jinder. Uh, I mean, I don't think Jinder loses just because I don't think Jinder loses. Don't I, don't like, I don't think it really has anything to do with the, the Punjabi prison match. Which this match looks so stupid. Uh, I, I like uh, what I was saying was like the Cena. <laughs> like I said, there's the well, yeah, there's the, the three, there. but there's the two like the like America match kind of thing. Um, Cena is our win, and this is our loss. Yeah, that's how I look at it too. Yeah. Shit, we're gonna have two washes. Is there anybody who's not picking gender for this? I hate gender. Do you want a dark horse, Randy? I like gender. <laughs> I don't like gender. Um, but I, I, you know what I I want I want people to I want everyone to love gender I want everyone to cheer every time gender comes out just to make the like you all hate me thing like I want people to be like cheering for him and be like no no you're supposed to hate me no that would get even worse because then he would just he would just say the things he's been saying this whole time just louder and it'd be like oh, God just go away <laughs> what are you what are you doing Carrie's writing things my pick what you what didn't pick? make it yet. No, for Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Because, You're going all the way back to change that one? Well, like our first I was match looking to see if there was like a strategic reason that I should pick RKO, because a lot of this card is very similar for us. So like, if Dark Horsing, it would strategically be a good idea, because I like being the champ. Um, <laughs> Fair. Fair, yep. Can't argue that. So like as I went back to go read my picks, I was like, "Why did I pick him? I'm not picking him." You also have a champion's advantage though, so don't forget that. Mm-hmm. Tasty. All right, but what are you picking for the yeah the last one? On. Well, right, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, what else do you? Are, she's are the rest she's of picking people? strategically. Mm. I'm I'm picking gender. Joe, you're picking gender. Tyler's picking I'm gender. I'm going gender. Skippy. <sighs> I guess I'm gonna go with gender. I want to pick Randy because then I think Baron's going to cash in. Or at least I did think Baron was going to cash in until they made it a Punjabi prison match. Because I think Baron having the belt going into SummerSlam would be better than him winning it at SummerSlam. Yeah. It's better, like, it's a better belt for him to have to lose. 
Yeah, well, not not necessarily lose, but just it would give him the weeks into SummerSlam to build up. I'm the fucking champ, y'all yeah. bitches suck, kind of thing. The only reason I can see Randy winning this is because Jinder has accidentally eliminated his Mindians, mm-hmm. so like he doesn't have. He's a dumb foreigner. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this Again, is why I, he thinks we don't like him. Yeah. Um. So. But, like, even still, I yeah. just... If he was like, we're in a cage, then I'd be like, oh, you fucked up, and Randy's gonna win. But, but it's a, Punjab. a fucking Punjabi prison match. Or is yeah. this one of those things where Vince always lets you makes you lose inside your hometown? Right? <laughs> he thinks this is India? So He's I... Canadian! <laughs> <laughs> That's not what the thing says when he walks down the ramp. It says, from Punjab. Yeah, unless you're gonna tell me that Undertaker's not from parts unknown. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was um, from Death Valley. Or Death Valley, yeah, that's yeah. right. What was parts of known? Warrior? Ultimate Warrior was parts so of known? Yeah. All right, Carrie, what do you got? So I'm curious what you guys think about the situation of Baron Corbin... No. Oh, my God. <laughs> what ...losing... Are you, what are you doing? ...to Shinsuke, and then cashing in on the winner of... What do you think of that? That's yeah. what we're on right now. <laughs> we're not going to help you make your pick. Yeah. Why not? That's, That's usually not how, how I do works. this. Pick no contest. <laughs> Skippy left. <laughs> I'm done. I made my pick. <laughs> He's uh, finished. Just pick no contest. It's fine. I'm going to pick Randy Orton. All right. All right. All right, so that's it. How are the how picks. are the ratings in India? Do we know this yet? I don't know. I'm sure they're good. I'm sure they love him. I, I can't I can't think of a reason why they wouldn't. He's not saying things that are wrong when he's talking about why Americans hate him. Yeah, like it's bad that that's how okay. they think. But Come also, has anybody looked up what he says in Punjabi versus what he previously said in English? No. Is it because I think he might be saying something completely different? Instead of being Where like, it makes him look like a face? Yeah. Because that's, Ooh. from what I hear, he, he's geared toward, as a heel towards Americans or English speakers and a face towards everybody in India. Ooh. Which is brilliant to have Randy be the person he's feuding with because Randy is that tweener face heel. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, fascinating. Well, we don't have time to do it now. Yeah. So, All right, next time. We'll talk about it maybe on the post-show if we look it up and figure it out. But that's going to do it for part one of Battleground 2017 prediction show for the Broken <laughs> Clock Podcast. We will be back uh, once we finish watching this pay-per-view, and hopefully it's good. What's up, everybody? We are back from WWE Battleground 2017. Uh, this is the Broken Clock main event. Uh, once again, my name is Adam. And I am Joe. I'm Tyler. And we just watched a pay-per-view, and it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't bad. No. Um, so... We have new champions. Uh, Skip moved up one level, going from Intercontinental to World Champion, so congratulations to him. Uh, He did take off, so he will not be joining us on the post-show. Tyler has regained his throne as one of the greatest Intercontinental champions of all time. Is this your first time getting the new belt? No, No, he's had this. No, I've had it like four times already. Yeah, he's real good about it. Um, Joe is the current hardcore champion, being the only one that got hardcore bet right tonight. We hardcore. really dropped the ball bad on this. Yeah, tonight. we kept forgetting. <laughs> we yeah. kept forgetting, and there were so many super fucking like. How, how did no one make a bet on Great Khali? Like, yeah, like that. We all were talking about it all day, and then none of us made it. No, I wouldn't have blocked that. I wanted it to not be a thing. Yeah, you know what? It's wishful fucking <laughs> uh, thinking. Uh, I am still your money in the bank holder and Ms. Participation Award winner. Um, so it's I okay, go home buddy. with two things. So okay. Yeah, I'm wow, you're a double you. champion. Yeah. Wow, Joe, you have one thing. I have two. 
Winner. One is a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, but the money, I think the Money in the Bank is far more prestigious than the Hardcore Championship. Uh, uh, I do agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So there you uh, go. Yeah, I Winner. <laughs> I win. Joe loses. Because you only get one chance a year to win that. Yeah. Whereas I get like 50 chances of pay-per-view to win Well, that. and it's basically a world title. So yeah. yeah. Or Intercontinental, if it starts to get to the end of your reign and you're getting desperate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it could be hardcore. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you better to get something than nothing. Exactly. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a just not get the participation awards. That's yeah, right. <laughs> just try not to. Um, but yeah, overall, I think Battleground was pretty good. I didn't have very high hopes for it, even though the match card like was pretty good. Like looking back, and I was like, oh, I don't know why it was. Wor- I felt worse about this going into it. Maybe it's because the last episode of SmackDown was just not very good, so it didn't get me hyped or excited uh, for the show. And maybe it's the fatigue that we talked about in part one, where it just like. All right, I'm kind of. I could use a couple weeks before SummerSlam to really like recharge and get excited about feuds and and all kinds of stuff. So uh, overall, not too bad. But we're going to run down the match card here and see how we got to where we are with the champions that we got. And for once, and credit to Joe, where credit where it belongs, we finally actually thought to write down the record, the order in which these matches came. So we were just like, so we're not match just happened at stumbling through it blindly, even though we had just watched it. Um, we've only so, done what twenty of these? <laughs> no, I don't think we've done that many. Um, a right, lot, so, that, not a lot that yeah, a lot that were never going to be aired. Yeah, that's true. All right, so first up, we've got uh, we've got Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English. Swerve, uh, swerve to you, not to those of us who picked it right. Yeah, uh, Aiden English finally gets a win, and I don't mean that like I was really looking forward to it. I just mean like it's got to happen yeah, eventually, you, right? You, it, at some point, you gotta um, just throw me fucking I, a bone we'll give him credit it was clean yeah um unfortunately because our recording of the podcast took as long as it did we kind of came in the last couple minutes of this match so i can't really say whether it was good or bad um but i was impressed that he got a nice sure, okay. clean win yeah um you, definitely you, looks you crazier. Expected, yeah you expected some sort of like crazy heel you know action i i think we may have actually said this on the last podcast or a previous podcast but i'm really starting to feel like ty dillinger is just the new zack Ryder insanely over with the crowd never gonna get anything more than like what's his character his character is he's a perfect 10 but once you lose once like you can't call yourself a perfect 10 anymore and in, even in nxt like got shit on towards the end where he was losing his sanity a bunch and it's just like that's not a real good gimmick like oh yeah it's super over with the crowd and everyone screams 10 in the corner and count outs they scream 10 and like yeah i get it it's fun but as a character, though, yeah. If when it, if everything just boils down to what your catchphrase is, yeah. it's not a good sign. Like yeah, Zach true. Ryder, like Zach Ryder was nothing but woo woo woo. You know it. Yeah, yeah, you know it. <laughs> so that's that's good. <laughs> <laughs> knowing thing, knowing is half the battle, Joe. Mm. Just remember that it'll serve you well. Um, but yeah, I, especially when you get drafted by GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, nothing nothing really too much to discuss here. No. Um. Uh. The second match was excellent, and it was the tag team titles match: the Usos versus New Day. Uh, New Day reclaimed their titles. Well, technically they hadn't had these belts before. No, it was the first time SmackDown tag team champions. Yep. Um, a lot and of close near falls. Outstanding of, match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They really put their heart into it. Uh-huh. Well, both teams. I thought the Usos really did a really great job yeah, too. They were great spots in this. match. Yeah, they really were. A lot of a lot of things that looked like they were they hurt a lot. Yeah. The, the springboard <laughs> off the top rope that Xavier Woods did, where he just caught a super kick mid air in the mm, face. Yeah, that was devastating. Timing in that. Was I brutal. I feel like Xavier Woods spent more time in the air in this match. Than he did on the ground which which is funny because that's supposed to be Kofi's thing but yeah. 
honestly surprising it was Kofi and Xavier, not Kofi and Big E. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was surprising at the get-go. And Even honestly, the, made me think they were going to lose because it's like, oh, they don't have their A pairing in there. It's like some shenanigans is going to happen and they're going to lose, but no. Yeah, even the announcers made a comment about, like, it's a very strange move to put your big guy out of, like, out of the match. Yeah. I liked it. I thought right. it was cool. It was, was kind of I, – I, it really helped the pace of the match. That's not a knock on Big E. I like Big E. And Big E, for a man of that of his size, he can move. So, yeah. like, I'm not saying, you know, he drags them down, but – um, it just it did make a, a significant impact. I think I, it was the right choice. Yeah, and what helps with them is that um, so many of their matches are Kofi and Big E, so you get that same kind of style every single time. Mm-hmm. We've seen them face the Usos how many times over the last like, two years or whatever. Um, so it was good to have that dynamic switch even just for this one time. So, yeah, really good. R- very surprising. I wasn't ready for the pay-per-view yet. Like I was like I was still playing Splatoon with Carrie. Uh, which you can hear our thoughts on that game on our Gamescast, which is also available up right now. Uh, <laughs> quick plug. Um, so, like, I was only, like, half into it because, like, normally it takes me, like, a match or two to, like, yeah. really, like, ramp up and be like, all right, I'm fully paying attention. Um, so I'm going to go back and watch this one. But, yeah, it, what I did see was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a really good match. It was really uh, – it, it did the opposite for me where I'm usually, like, all right, I'm playing a game on my phone for a little bit. Yeah. And I, really, like, all of a sudden realized I'd lost 20% battery because I was just standing there holding my phone on <laughs> watching the match. Uh, so that was really good. Um Next match was Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. Um, not a whole lot here. It ended exactly the way I expected, but failed to uh, make a bet on before you did uh, that. You know, Corbin would just get himself DQ'd. I, mean, I just feel like it was a lame DQ. It was a especially lame for DQ. a guy that has the the money in the bank. Yeah, like, you kind of expect him. Like you're gonna get disqualified. Use that. Yeah, exactly. Like, Not well, just a fucking low blow punch. It's like you said, like, oh, I don't think Baron. You picked Baron Corbin, and you picked Baron Corbin on the on the premise that I don't think they're going to want to make their money in the bank winner look like a loser. This made him look like a loser, not because of the match that he technically lost, but because like, really, like that's 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 what they're going to frame do. it like. He gets to still say no. He doesn't even have to say he won. He's no, he doesn't. Lost. He's just he just lost. So, yeah. but and, you know, he's going to spin it because he's a douchey heel. Where like he walked out of there smiling. Yeah. And like even before he went back to the ring to beat up on Shinsuke post match, he was like walking out like a smile. He's like, whatever. Like at least you didn't beat me. I just like I didn't want to play anymore. Yeah, so I went home. But you didn't win. Yeah, it's lame. So he'll he'll spin it that way. But right. yeah, the, it was a pretty bitter. mediocre. It was pretty honestly. It it was definitely and it, it's sad to say because I I I don't think this is the person that Shinsuke should be in a program with. And you're right. They're too similar in terms of how good they both are. And someone's got to lose. No, I just think, I think there's a big (laughs) communication barrier here. And so they're not really comfortable with each other. And, and Baron Corbin, I'm sorry, is not a good enough wrestler to carry someone in that kind of scenario. Not that Shinsuke needs to be carried, but like, like Shinsuke and AJ can talk the language of wrestling to each other. Baron's not there yet. So if he ever gets there, which is unlikely, he'll certainly have lost all his hair before that happens. And like, so it's just feels like Shinsuke's trying to show him what to do. And then eventually Baron gets frustrated and leaves. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's not, not a fun thing to watch. To me, what makes this feud awkward is to each of them has a reason to win. Like I mean, like Shinsuke is Shinsuke, and you you can tell they want him to be like the new face. So oh, Shinsuke's a win. Baron has the money in the bank, so he should still be winning just to make him seem threatening as the guy with the money in the bank. So why they both have two? a reason to win, to and fair, there's though, both a reason for them to not lose. So 
you got to find really awkward reasons to make them lose without making either yeah. of them look weak. Yeah, both of them kind of won. They, neither one looks bad. Yeah, you're right. You can only do that for so long before it's obvious. To be fair, though, with the money in the bank thing, that's not a tool that you use to make someone look more badass and more menacing. It's a tool that someone uses to be more weaselly. Like, the whole point of money in the bank is I beat you up when you were already beaten down and, like, I came to the ring. You just went through hell. I gave you my finisher. I'm the champ now. What a weasel. What a D-bag. It's like, it's not this big, scary, ominous, like, you better watch out for me. I'm Baron Corbin. I'm the money in the bank winner. It's, no, I'm a, I'm a weasely little douche. I like, still yeah, feel like they should the feel champ. like a threat. Yeah, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't have to be weasely to everyone because he's eventually going to be weasely to the champ. He, he, he should also be able to carry himself in a fight without having to kick somebody in the dick and walk out. You know, like... So it's it. I, I just I don't I didn't like it. I just don't like this. Oh, whole I didn't feud. like it at all. Yeah, no, I don't like absolutely. this whole feud. I'm not trying to defend it. I'm just saying it felt like the cool down match for after the tag team titles. But this should not, a Shinsuke match should not be a cool down match. No, no. So and neither should a match that involves your money in the bank winners. So, but is what it is. Um, so after that, we had the five way elimination number one contenders match for the women: Charlotte versus Becky versus Tamina versus Natalia versus Lana. We all got this wrong, yep. but uh, none of us were mad because no. Natalia get pulls out the win. Um, and it's it you know, it, unfortunately, I don't think Natty gets nearly as many wins as she should. Uh, and Joe, uh, Joe, I think your prediction may be accurate uh, that this was kind of setting up a Natalia Swan song, maybe a win at. Uh, SummerSlam, followed by a maybe, honestly, wouldn't even be terribly surprised, win at SummerSlam, cash in from Carmella, and we go on she with that. She gets it, and then she loses yeah. it to Carmella So she can right say, away. hey, so look, you got, to, yeah. you got a big you title a win, women's title, a women's title a win, not a Divas title win yep. she, at she gets She gets to give her speech about how she was the champ, even if she didn't. She yep. still proved that she had what it took to be the champ. Yeah, and, I mean, Natty's never going to be my favorite wrestler no. but she's definitely has my respect and she yeah. definitely has earned a swan song if that if she, it really is time for her to be bowing out and i don't i mean don't get me wrong i'm i don't think she needs to but no. i i can understand you know if she wants to be with her husband and whatnot and, and cats and all that yeah and she's one of those ones where like she was up on main roster when it was divas then didn't she like go back to NXT to like work out and like get better and then come back up? Did like she I go feel to like NXT? I feel like she had early day that. NXT stuff that she was doing. Uh, like, yeah, programs. I think you might be right. Maybe it was because Tyson was there. Oh maybe. yeah, because maybe there was that weird angle where he was like the abusive dick husband. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, that yeah. started there. Yeah, that was yeah. definitely there. Yeah. Um, so like she's been back and forth doing things. So like good on her to like. You've worked really hard. You didn't just like stay up at the main roster doing nothing. Like, yeah. You went down and got better. You put in the work. So like, yeah, I'm all for her getting more opportunities. Again, not my favorite. I could, you know, I could stand to have somebody else in the title picture. But like, all right, let's see what you got. We, I haven't really seen Naomi and Natalia, so like, all right, yeah. let's do it. Yeah, should be a good match. Yeah. Um, all right, speaking of good matches, we'll move right into the next one, which was the U.S. title match: AJ versus Kevin Owens. Um, and another match with a lot of great spots. Yep. A lot of moments that make you go, ooh, like that uh, looked like it hurt. The uh, Kevin Owens throwing AJ Styles off his shoulder into the <laughs> referee, where AJ just does like a spinning kick to the ref's face. Yeah, that looked rough. Oh, that that one was like, oh my god, oh gee, wow, oh, <laughs> the ref got kicked so hard in the face. Kind of a weird ending. Um, kind of, it looked like it was going to be some sort of screwy. Both people are being. It looked like a double pin. Yeah, it's going to be something that comes back on Monday because or, or Tuesday or Tuesday. Yeah, yeah because so I'm sure they'll tease it on social media tomorrow. On the, Monday. Well, yeah, and well, then, yeah. The, like the announcers were like, 
oh, there it is. And then they said, Kevin Owens is the winner. And they went like, what? Yeah, I was like, I, but that looked like a double pin. Because it, it, the sense. camera was showing AJ getting the pin. Yeah. But the ref called the pin for KO. Well, and he was groggy. And, yeah. and on that side, because yeah. AJ was up against the corner. So Yeah, so the ref saw KO and said, okay, KO got the pin and the win. And then, but everyone else got to see that it was AJ. So they're going to play the whole, like, you know, you didn't win, I won yeah. angle. Yeah. I'm happy about it though because I I really feel, especially with belts like like Intercontinental and US I really feel like those are belts that should always be moving. Um, there, I mean, you don't need to set the U.S. title on a person for 480 something days. No, you know no. what I mean? Like it, it really it's a belt that it's a belt that I feel is better used as something that we're, that's constantly bouncing back and forth and being fought over by one or two or maybe even, well obviously not just one but yeah. two or maybe three people. Um, so I'm happy with the result. I, I'm actually really – as soon as it happened, I was like, of course this is going to happen. I can't believe I picked AJ. Not No knock on AJ, but I just – in hindsight, hindsight being what it is. Um, but this was a dark horse from Skip, so it worked out nicely for him. It uh, actually is what won him the world title, yeah. Do you think they're going to continue the feud at SummerSlam, or is this going to be like a multi-man yeah, match no, kind of thing? I think, I think that we get a gimmick at SummerSlam. What do you think it is? Uh, best two out of three falls. Okay, I would actually, I'd be okay with that. I kind of like think, that. I think it's going to be uh, all right. Well, there was bullshit around this, this, you know, this pin. So yeah. well, I'm going to pin you twice. Be, yeah, there can't be two or three bullshit pins. So yeah. we're, but it's not going to be like cage or anything. It just doesn't make sense. So yeah, that's my prediction. No, I'd actually like that's that. that. That's yeah. And that's where that we makes put the most sense in terms of AJ the... wins it at SummerSlam, and and that's and we go from there. I'll like that a lot because they both have a lot of really devastating looking moves yeah. to where like you could get away with a guy taking a cheap pin that he wouldn't normally ever take. But because AJ does such a cool move, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. He got hit with a 450 splash. I understand why he got pinned yep. as opposed to like, look, he went down from a really hard clothesline. Yeah. Like, no, I no. hate that. I yeah. usually hate that. But yeah, I didn't think so. Or even if it's a, it's a forearm gets the first one and we see a Styles clash, which you haven't seen in a while for yeah. the second one. Or the one. calf crusher gets yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I better get out of this so I'm not hurt. Yeah, so I'm not limping around. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, following that. Do we have to talk about this one? Sure do. It's Cena and Rusev. In the uh, flag match, flag that, matches are dumb. Yeah, like, that was that was just I, awful. I mean, we we got a good table spot. The table spot was good. The table spot was good. The it, but it was offset by the ridiculous Cena hiding behind the podium. <laughs> that there's, I can't it, wait to see the Humanly impossible that Rusev could not have seen him, and like and, they, and that's again we we were kind of just alluding to it there. It's one of those matches where like. It's so filled to the brim with suspend your disbelief bullshit yeah. that, like, we're past there, – there's a lot of wrestling I'll take and just pretend, but, like, we're a little bit past the point of, like, see it creeping around the thing. Like, yeah. you can't – I like, mean, sticking his head up I can like, only like, assume Whoa. he was – he couldn't see him. Yeah. Har, har, har. Yeah. That's John Cena's whole gimmick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it was just, uh, just dumb. The I, whole thing was dumb. I kept thinking someone was going to get – Impaled, yeah, with a flag stand. <laughs> yeah, there were a few alarming that thing, moments. That thing made me fucking uncomfortable. It to did. See it there. No, it did. Which well, I said, like, I said at the time, John Cena's entire goal in his entire life is to become a flag one day. So <laughs> uh, I think he would have welcomed that opportunity, and I want to see him succeed. Well, and again, another another prime example of like, wait, what? What are we doing here? Is when Rusev picked up the first flag stand. And you realize they weren't bolted down. And then the fr- the first thing is, why aren't you throwing that somewhere? Yeah, you know, why like, did you put it back? Why would you Why would you gently place it back where you found it? And like, I I get it. I 
I assume if you tampered with it, you would. If he threw it, they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, that doesn't but, count." But like, it's like no different than, "Oh, it's a cage match," and then you you handcuff a guy to the cage. Well, yeah. you didn't. You eliminated his ability to win. It doesn't mean you lost. It means you outsmarted him. Yeah. So if you figure out that thing's not bolted to the ground, so you fucking huck it into the crowd, like kill some kid. Yeah, like. Ah. Well, it would have been really great if he if he was nice like, flag stand, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been great if he took it and hit Cena, and even if he I just see threw that it to again. the, <laughs> even if he just threw it to the other side of the stage or like towards the back, yeah. And then like John Cena was like, "Oh no, I can't put it down." You're like, "What's he gonna do?" But then he just grabs the one from the other podium. And yes, like, oh, something I guess that works. And it's like, or okay, tries fine. to go get it, and that's yeah. another spot where we're fighting over, yeah. and maybe throws it over back there. Don't like, gently put it down. Yeah. Uh, on the marker that says X, like, <laughs> like the all right, this he, like, is where it goes. It. Yeah, no, puts it exactly camera center. No, loosens right. the nut where the black pole. I don't, I don't want you to be impeded. Yeah, yeah this is stupid. Yeah, the whole thing so, was stupid. So much walking around. John Cena just respect disrespecting the U.S. flag by letting it touch the ground. Yeah, he should like, have obviously thrown himself underneath it every yeah. single time. Some God. patriot. Yeah, he's not uh, a real American. <laughs> Uh, just matches like these should be left in the past. They yeah. they worked once, but you know it's like it's like Texas strap matches or uh, four corner post matches. Like some some stuff requires so much silly acting yeah. that nowadays it's wrestle silly. It's wrestle silly. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And the rules are different every time they bring it out. Yep. Where it's like, but wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like that's not how this would work. It, if if this was a real fight or whatever, and I know I get it. Like, but right. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no. Anytime I see shit like this, I feel like Fucking we're one smarts. step removed from yeah, Viagra right, yeah, on a pole. Exactly. Yeah, that's. I'm complaining because I'm too good at this. But like, <laughs> come on, um, I'm the Miss Participation Award champion, <laughs> which means I suck, and I still know this is dumb. <laughs> um, so next up, we had Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis. Uh, shocking everyone in the room. Sami Zayn gets a clean freaking win. Yeah. yeah, I was. I I was expecting some sort of like Kanellis shenanigans to get you know. Yeah, and when she tried, she yeah, tried multiple times. He overcame times. shenanigans in order to win. Yeah. Um, and they didn't even seem to actually even do anything. Like she would like go into the ring, and be like, uh, and then be like, hey, yeah. The bit where she got in was just like, I don't want to get out. Like that whole part was a little. Like, yeah, there it was, was just to stop the exploder suplex. Like that. Was oh the, yeah, I guess the that's point true. That is true, and it did work. Yeah, and then but then he just took one anyway, and then got the haluva kick, and it was over. Yeah, but I mean, this feud will continue. I don't know if it'll continue past Tuesday though. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think Tuesday might be the rubber match, and then we move them on. And they probably hurt him. You know, like, they do something to him, and he, he gets hurt, and maybe Sammy's out for a little bit. Yeah, and they do um, different opponents at SummerSlam. But I, just, I, I was – if they were going to give him the win, I'm glad it wasn't some sort of dumb shit. Like, I'm glad he got the clean pin and whatnot. I'm just kind of surprised that – I mean, that was only Canelo's second match, right? Yeah, the yep. first one was last Tuesday. Yeah, so I'm kind of – What did you think of the ring gear now that you were paying attention for Oh, me? it is cool. It is it – is, <laughs> it is, it is, I mean, it's ridiculous, but it's ridiculous yeah. cool. Like, I like it. And I like how her jacket also has her face on it. Yeah. Which either didn't happen on Tuesday or I just didn't notice that part of it. I feel like she, maybe great. she wasn't wearing – I don't remember. Um, but I think she was wearing a dress when she came out. Oh yeah, 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 she yeah. was. Um, so great though, the whole jacket. <laughs> yeah, was, I want a jacket great. with a giant airbrush, my own face on it. I mean, you could probably get that, the, yeah. like a kiosk in the mall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no one's stopping you, Joe. You, yeah. you, you do you, man. Wait, Sweet. when's your birthday? We can just get him one for his birthday. <laughs> um, we'll give him the worst photo we can find. Just like, <laughs> uh, so they're all pretty bad. <laughs> 
We established earlier that you don't care what people think you look like. <laughs> nope. So. Um, we're Cut we're about to head into the last match, but just as a side note, there actually was now because we had talked about it on the on the first part oh, of the yeah, show. That's right. There was not actually a match with the Fashion Police and the, the mystery and the opponents. mystery opponent. Uh, we I thought for a second I'd won the hardcore belt by once again predicting Ascension, but we realized that Ascension was just trying to hide their shame over having tickets to Paradise. Yeah, and uh, and then we got. What was actually like a legitimately creepy paranormal activity style abduction of Fandango, which I assume means on Tuesday, Breezy's gonna get Fandango's head in a box. <laughs> no, I think no, I he... was I was expecting to be possessed. Fandango has to fight Tyler Breeze. Oh, like all right, so no, I think he goes to space. So Breeze question Hango for you: gets, you get abducted by aliens, yeah, and Breeze goes to space to find him. And you said it at first, so. It looked like after they got attacked the first time that it was a mannequin on the ground. It did look like it, it very did much look looked like a, man- like a mannequin, right? Yeah. From from the first angle looking down, but when the camera the hit the hand. ground, you could clearly tell it was it was a, it was a person. Yeah. yeah. But at but first, it, it did look like a mannequin because like the hand was just weird, and I'm wondering if it looked, maybe it, it looked is really they... smooth. Yeah, 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 it had no it like bumps or. And, to be fair, and it, it would be actually pretty funny if it was just like they just used a mannequin for that one shot. <laughs> well, because also well, Tyler Breeze's skin is immaculate, so I don't know why true. you guys are thinking it's not. It is, yeah, smooth. he does have porcelain yeah, skin. So, hold on, just uh, I want to slow the roll there, but continue. <laughs> but I do. I kind of feel like there is something going on there where I am starting to feel like this is it's Breeze is doing this to. Don't do that. I know, and I again, uh, again, we're yeah. splitting up something. Um, That's wonderful. What I hope I, for I, is, I mean, I could say like if they, if I was right on my call, and that like he got dragged off by a monster, and now he's possessed, and it's going to be like the ghost e- possessed evil Zongo, like Zongo, and then Tyler Breeze has to fight him to like break him out of it, and then at the end, like after the match, when Tyler Breeze wins, and then they're like, oh, we're buddies again, and then they just go back to being a tag team, but that was just the whole work, the whole time was just to build up to this match, one match between the two of them. <laughs> It'd be pretty great. I would be fucking super also, happy the with best that. awkward handshake of all, when he pulled his tie, <laughs> like, all I want to do now is, like, meet someone who's, like, puts their hand me, and I just yank their tie like a fucking horn. And Dago goes to, like, bump him, and then starts rubbing his fist against his <laughs> yeah. cheek. Well, there was, it was such a weird, like, wait, do we handshake? Do we hug? Do we high-five? Tie pulling? That seems weird. <laughs> I guess I'll go in for the hug. This uh, is so good. But yeah, any oh, job interviews man. going forward, it's just going to be a nice to meet you, sir. Yeah, quick tie, tie pull. pull. If, it's a, if it's a woman interviewing me, I'm not going to know what to do, unless she's also wearing a tie, which yeah. is possible. Good luck. They but wear ties now. I know. I know they do. <laughs> they. They. You're so woke. <laughs> we allow it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, nice was, chauvinism, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Right. Uh, uh, I was I was bummed they didn't have a match. I thought we were going to get a payoff to this. And I mean, listen, I'm all for watching more fashion files. Me too. Um, but I, I want to pay off eventually. I just, now I'm wondering what it's going to be. I thought at when this the point, went out. I thought it was Harper and Rowan. At this point, do you still think Harper and Rowan? Like, really? I mean, well, I mean, well, you said when the lights went out and you had to like the lights turn on the go thing, out. Like, oh. and, and even though Brizongo is doing an X Files bit. The idea of someone getting dragged off slowly seems very much an Eric Rowan thing. Actually, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. The Wyatt family for a little while there was had a history of taking people. They took yeah. Kane. They took, took the Undertaker. Undertaker. Yeah. Then they take Show once, I think, or something. Probably. Like um, they have a creepy layer with you know fog machines and whatever at every arena. So I, 
Can you, I haven't ruled it out. Oh my yet. god! Can you imagine the bits that are like them trying to convert Fandango? <laughs> so like we like live out here now. Like I, oh, I'm, I'm all for this. I'm actually really behind your prediction. Uh, the swamp could, gas is terrible for my hair. <laughs> It'd be great if he had a, like a really long beard, but you could see like the elastics going over his ears. <laughs> so it's just a fake beard, and then Breeze has to go undercover as a Wyatt like person like i want to join you guys with an even worse fake beard yeah yeah i love this so much i could just watch this he would have like he would have like mud but as eye black yeah so like oh he's dirty like us but fashionably dirty (laughs) uh and then he's just using the mop (laughs) as the beard yep i'm all in of course it's a zombie yeah yeah Yeah. love it yeah love it uh, all right, and then there's finally, so many, so many things. I know, WWE, I know WWE listens to this show. So. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, and then finally, we had the Punjabi prison match for the world title, Jinder versus Randy Orton, on which Jinder does come out on top, surprising really no one. Nope. Um, I know Carrie picked it, but she was really just going for that dark horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's how he did it that's fascinating because yes, fascinating. the great Kali showed up for I mean, some we knew reason. it was. We knew he was there. I mean, I, I expected the, you're in the front row, we acknowledge that you're yeah. the guy who started it, and I almost wished that they had done that, and then he got involved, because yeah, I'd be like, too. oh, look, he's just there, he's, oh, he's a spectator, whatever, he's not going to want to interfere in this, because he respects, he knows that his Indian brethren doesn't need the help, or whatever, like... Um, and the surprise also worked less when he came out to Jinder Mahal's music. Yeah, it's a man who has his own music. Yeah. They might have deleted it by now. <laughs> Get it off of Spotify, for yeah, fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah. They don't have an aux plug they can throw somebody's phone in? Yeah, like, yeah. They don't really want to try that hard. <laughs> Clearly. Um, hey, I mean, I'm assuming it was also just has his music set to a different speed. Yeah. I don't remember it now. You're also under the impression they're surprised he showed up. Right. They cued <laughs> yeah. music, but they had yeah. no idea he'd be there. They yeah. didn't notice the seven-foot-tall Indian man in the well, background. Well, I mean, you got to think about it like this. They weren't actually expecting him to go out there. Yeah, that's true. He just so took it's it not like himself. there was anyone sitting around with his music queued up. I guess. Are it's we, silly. Are we going to get the great Kali as like a big, bad enforcer that stands behind him now? Like I, a, I don't think so. I think this is probably a one-and-done. Yeah, I just wonder if we, they're going a stable with it, where they don't. He doesn't do anything. He just stands there looking menacing. I just remember that back in the day, out. they always had a lot of problems having him on the roster. There's always like all sorts of issues with like his representation on his side, and like with because of his Bollywood career and like all that stuff. Like there were a lot of times where, for whatever reason, like legally or contractually. They couldn't use him, so like I can't imagine they're trying to get back in bed with this shit. But at the same I, I time, they're trying to make a huge st- landing yeah, in India. So. Around, I think I think like, he's going to be there for the next two weeks. Yeah, that's what I say. He's going to be he's going to be there next week. Def or well, this Tuesday. Or do you think Tuesday, do you think he makes yeah. it all the way to SummerSlam? Mm, no, no, no. I, I think he's going to be there for like uh, you know when Jinder comes out to brag about how he won. Right, right. He's going to come out as like part of that celebration. Gotcha. And then. He'll in some way be involved with whatever match follows the next week between Randy and him, and then he's gone after that. Okay, this, this feud's over, right? Though, like we're yeah, like what's what's left? No, actually, I don't think so. No, I, think I, I say it goes. Times? I say it goes till right? uh, it goes another two weeks, and then. It ends there, and then he they spend the next two weeks building up whatever his next match at SummerSlam. I also Orton's could lost three times. I could now. see Orton winning it, get definitively winning it at SummerSlam. I could see it being like a Hell in a Cell. Or something where the, where the where his buddies can't. There's no way to get, get in, in, no yeah. way to get out. Now. Yeah. But that was supposed to be this match, and they still got right. It. But this this time, like Orton will do the thing where he lifts yeah. up the thing and makes sure Checks they're not there. And, and the yeah, cells yeah. down, so they can't get in, even though they're gonna get in. Like, yeah. 
Oh, here it is. It's an elimination chamber. They're in the chambers and they don't get to come out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Because at the end of the day, I understand that they're semi-sorted pandering to India. And I don't blame them for that. They're no. trying to make a splash. This is just good business. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they care more about here. And so eventually, I mean, this belt's not staying on gender forever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I feel like, and I feel like Orton's the kind of guy who, the, like, he'll lose to Jinder Mahal three times in a row. Uh, knowing he gets the belt at SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, But we'll see. It could be over. But if it's over, who's next? John Cena. I don't see. I just don't. I think the whole, I think the idea that Cena's going to win his 17th belt off of Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam, and, at SummerSlam yeah. it just doesn't. I feel like we're going to sit on that till Mania. Yeah. No, I, yeah. It's too big a record. I know that there's people who can, who are close enough to realistically also challenge it, but. Orton at this point is the only real one. I guess that's true. Hunter is not getting Hunter may get one more in a two belt system. Like the fact that there's a universal and yeah, WWE, yeah. I think Hunter could conceivably get one more and that puts him at 15. Yes. So, and I think that's where I also don't think Hunter would want to tie Rick. I think he'd be totally fine. Just like one behind Rick. You're, yeah. you're the guy. Like I know John's got his or whatever, but like, as far as you and me go, you're the, you're always going to be the man. I'm fine with 15. Yeah, no, I, I, I can, I can see that. Um, but, it wasn't a terrible match. No. And there were some cool spots. It was spots. better than I was expecting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there was, there was some brutal stuff. Uh, you, props to whichever one of the Singh brothers took that fucking... Samir. Yeah, Samir. Samir. Yeah. Took that fucking fall. Yeah, it was tough. tough. That was yeah. tough. Especially because they, they just, hadn't cleared they off just, the table. I know. They just wanted Randy to kill one of them. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. God. Like this, when they signed them, they were like, one of you is going to die. Well, no, it's, it's, he <laughs> and Randy will do it. There can only be one. It's like a game of Clue. It was, it's Randy in the ring with the announce table. It's no, you it's, in the air. It's definitely one of those things where he just fucked up that first time when he made the face of like, oh my God, I yeah. just killed that guy. And everyone went crazy for Randy fucking yeah. nearly killing this guy. And then Vince was like, you're doing that every week. That guy's like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, because now it's like pointed at him laying there on the ground. He's like, "You're getting thrown every time." (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I will say, I didn't like as much as the great Kali stuff was stupid. uh, The look of him just choking out Orton with one hand—that was pretty cool. It was. It was. Like intimidating. I was also really impressed with him with him shaking and Orton fucking like. Oh yeah, that like fucking flip that Orton did off over the top, where he just grabbed on with one arm to keep himself from fucking plummeting. And at that point, he was already bleeding from his arm, bleeding from his back. You know, he's sweaty as fuck. Can you fucking imagine if he had slipped and just fallen? Like he could have died. That would have been awful. That would have been fucking awful. So yeah, he needs gloves. Yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, super impressive. Uh, I, I I did not think you could make me like a Punjabi prison match. But you know what? What at the end of the day, I think this is the first one. I mean, not that there's been a lot, but this is the first one that involved people who could move. Yeah. You know, we're talking Big Show. We're talking Taker. We're talking Batista, uh, Batista and, and we're Kali. talking Great Kali. These are all lumbering, slow. Like that's that's their style. That's yeah. what they do. This was two guys. I mean, don't get me wrong; they're not fucking cruiserweights, but they no. certainly have a lot more speed and movement than the, what we're used to. Yeah. and it made it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I could not imagine watching this. We almost started the Undertaker Big Show one, and then like thankfully we didn't because I don't think that would have been any good. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think that would have been absolutely awful. It nope. took um, just enough time for Taker to get to the ring for us to finish our nachos. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I had to start for recording. Real. For real. So, so any last minute thoughts on pay per view, guys? Um, nah, not yeah, too bad. It was like a seven out of ten. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, not too shabby. Um, Still passing. So a bit of housekeeping. If you listen to part one, which you should, because it was fun and we had a lot of good conversation, um, especially regarding the draft and the brand split um, and Jason Jordan angle, angle, uh, that whole thing and, and what we think of that. Uh, but we also did have a pretty in-deep discussion about whether or not you can choose a no contest. So as a wrap to that, so it's officially on record on the podcast, we did agree that you can choose a no contest, which basically means that the match never starts and you can't have a decision because there's no match. Yeah, we looked up the official definition of no contest. It was, it was three part. It was either somebody's injured by someone outside of the of the match. Yep. Uh, somebody is at the match it can't end like, like or it, it never starts yep um which is what we were in dispute over yep and there was another criteria but i forget what it was yeah i don't remember um, um specifically what the third one was but ultimately uh we, i wanted to put it on record put it out there and yep. just bring that to a close from the beginning um so that's there now so now that is a possibility look for someone making a no contest pick at some point uh throughout our our picks and possibilities but that is going to do it for the broken clocks main event for battleground 2017 uh, remember that you can catch this uh, and all the broken clock uh, broken clock podcast shows uh every monday at 9 a.m on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. You can find us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so give us a like, give us a thumbs up, give us a share, subscribe, all those different things. Uh, so that way we know that you like the thing that we like doing. So we'll keep doing the thing we like. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. I'm Tyler. And that's going to do it for Battleground 2017. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.